June 28th, 2024. I'm going to be at the Warner Theater in Erie, Pennsylvania, July 6th. I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Mirage. July 14th, I'm going to be in Edmonton, Canada at Kinsman Park. I think this is the show I'm doing with Burke. Bert Kreischer, right? Great Outdoors Festival. Um, I am going to be adding more tour dates soon all over the country. I'm going to be coming at you. I also have a new special out. It's on OnlyFans TV. It's not porn. Don't panic. You're, you can watch it at work. The porn's not going to come up. You're not going to see a butthole, um, unfortunately. Just go to of.tv slash Whitney for my new special. It's called Mouthy. I think I had RSV during it, so I do have a raspy voice. But enjoy me uh, being a terrible mom. Bap, bap, bap. I mean, I don't know if I even really want to. I feel like I'm such a, like, rat. I'm rag- I love you. You literally look perfect. I'm, I'm not raggedy. I, I'm it's not- fine. It's fine. Look. Don't ever over, touch me. Over the top of your glasses. <laughs> Where? Let me see. Right here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Part. Thank like you. I know. Sometimes, literally, I'll just like look like this in the episode. And I'm like, Pat, could you tell me if I have flyaways? Like, could someone just. It's the, we just did the whole cover shoot for like the canceled tour, and I had like a split in my hair. And I'm like, everyone who was there is. An you're accomplice. all on. You're all on notice. Absolutely, if everyone's fired. Well, here's the problem. Are we rolling? Yes. I would actually like to talk about this. Let me spit my gum out, so I'm not a trash ass person. So, I cannot stand this new thing of like, I guess it's body positivity or something, where <laughs> if you look like shit, no one can tell you. Oh Don't no, think- you're. You have to tell me. Here's the thing. You're literally flawless. You look like a CGI mannequin. Right now, your hair on the left looks bonkers. Oh, no. Not in a bad way. It's just one little thing. Hold on. Just one little thing. Wait, just that. that. Just do that. Just do. No. Wait, just, but I, wait, I can't. I'm like, someone, so, someone give me a. It's just <laughs> like a little a flyaway. And I'm going to tell you. Where is it? Keep going. You have it. Hold on. Is it here? <laughs> is, it, is it my pre-postnatal uh, bald spot? Got, <laughs> Why do I it. have that? Why you, do we both have that? Wait, what do you mean? Okay, so you, I was going to just wait to do this on camera. You... I asked you about that. You told me that you liked my forehead, which is, by the way, thank you. You have the best forehead. You have the I, smoothest forehead. I just watched the Hannah Burner episode. I'm not kidding. I was like, oh my God, I want to like skate on it. It's like you know so smooth. That's kind of wild. You can't get Botox while you're pregnant or it's, I think it's <gasps> deeply frowned upon, <laughs> pun intended. And I, so I didn't get Botox. I think, I think we all look better with less Botox. Well, I, I think I went too far last time. Like, you know, when you take a thumbnail, they'll be like, okay, mad. I'm like, I don't have that one. Um, see, sad. Don't have that one. See, here's the thing. I want people to know when I'm pissed off at them. I don't want I've to got have to two faces. <laughs> Nothing else. Because Shocked. Never. You need to, you need to be able to. I'm gonna like like I would like to be able to communicate subtly to someone that I'm annoyed at them. And with Botox, you can't. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like, what am I going to do? What's the alternative? Because I when I didn't have Botox, you don't know what was going on up here. It was like, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. What? It was so many lines you would not believe. Labial folds? Yes. Vibes? (laughs) Yes. You are so flawless. It's ridiculous. But here's the thing. After you have a baby, what will happen is your hairline will just start to migrate back about an inch and a half. So I now use this like like scalp spray, which is blackface adjacent. So you got to be careful. Yeah, that is. It's a spooky area, but I <laughs> use it too. I literally use it too. I think I DM'd you about it actually because I was like, why is your hairline so perfect? Okay, then can I stop you and say, why are you DMing me when you have my phone number? That drives me oh, nuts. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I get nervous. 
<laughs> I'm like trying to decide if you're my friend or not. <laughs> I think you're totally my friend. We just haven't spent a ton, like a lot of time together. Well, I think we should spend more time together. I'm recently a horse girl, if you didn't know. Stop. Yeah, it's new. So How did this happen? And why um, didn't you involve I was, me? I was evolving for a man, for sure. Okay, tell me about this. I don't know about that. It's like a chameleon thing I do. It's there not was- like... No, here's the thing. Okay, well, let's get granular about this in a second. But wait, so you're dating a guy or were dating a guy that had horses in mm-hmm. his life? Yeah, and it, honestly, completely separate from him, I decided to start interacting with horses. I've never seen his horses. It had, it's a it great really, way it to was find just your like, G-spot. I just wanted to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can find your clitoris <laughs> fast if you ride English saddles. The, exactly right. Well, I'm, uh, I mean... I'm writing Western. Okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, even better. But I, by the I, way, wait till I introduce you to bareback. Oh God! <laughs> Listen, I've never had a horse have more than one foot off the ground at once. Like, okay. I'm not. I'm not really there yet. But but tell me like, how this happened. I do it honestly with everybody. Anytime I'm interested in somebody, I just want to like. I want to know. Like what they're interested in. Of so course. like if if I know they like certain music, I'll listen. Sure. If I know they have horses, I'll obviously sign up for lessons every single weekend. <laughs> Just go to Walmart without them knowing. By the way, riding the plastic horse. (laughs) Wait, I don't think that that has to be a bad thing all the time. I mean, I was the person that would totally shape shift into a different human being based on who I dated in my twenties. I was like, I guess I'm goth girl now. Like, I guess I'm like preppy girl now. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not. It's not like I'm consciously changing. It's just like maybe that. Maybe that's what I like. Yeah, maybe that's who I am. Yeah. I don't know. So he has horses? What's happening? I don't know. He's gone anyway. So okay. but, but the horses were here to stay because I loved them. Yeah. So I also think that sometimes when you're in a relationship and you shape shift in order to be more like the person and then the person goes away, you're like, wait a second. I he, That person just introduced me to this thing. Yeah, I, I gained never something normally... from this man, which yeah. usually I guess I'm happen. just, I'm into, I'm into Morrissey, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was initially just doing it so he would love me. And now I kind of just like found my passion. That's how I found pretty much everything I'm interested in. Kind of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But are you, do you feel like you're the kind of person that like has very specific preferences? Cause that's the other thing. Like I kind of don't have a lot of preferences. So when a man, like I'm like psyched for a man to give me an identity. Cause sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what I like. Me too. Because well, see, if someone will ask me if I have a type and I'm like, um, my type is whatever is in front of me at that time that sure. I like. Sure, sure, sure. So like you can look at the array of guys I've been with. It looks like literally like the waiting room at the DMV, but I actually At the think time, it's the I was like, "That's room my for vibe." The LGBTQIA center. My theory <laughs> is that the men that you date are gay. Oh no, that's not a theory. That is factual I, information. I think here's the thing. This is a very hot take that will look. She's her podcast is called Canceled. It's it, you know why not continue the theme right here, right now? Did my blackface get on the table? That means it's somewhere on my face. When that happens. There's blackface right here. So there's I'm telling. some problem. <laughs> I don't think you need to. This is something the internet handles. This is not something we're gonna need to actively spread. Okay, so there is an epidemic of gay men that will not come out of the closet that want to date beautiful women. I think it's because they want makeup tips or something. I don't know. They want to get into your bathroom. They want to see what contouring products you're using. They want to figure out how you get your eyebrows to look like that. And then they put you through hell by thinking that they're straight. Because also you are so beautiful that it's like even a guy who's gay is like, okay, but this... This could do for now. This could do for now. And they want to get like all your makeup tricks and then they end up like ghosting you and making you feel bad about yourself when in fact, dude, you're just fucking gay. Yeah, I really do agree with that. And honestly, there's not a person in my life who doesn't say the same thing. But it's like I I have the worst judgment because I just do it over and over and over again. I'm like, but OK, so, OK, this is how to know if a man is gay, because a lot okay. of people like I, I have dated so many gay men that is I've got this. This is where I shine. They won't go down on you on your period. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Or maybe the guys that you date are going down because they think it's like a lip tint or something. (laughs) He's like, what's what's that color? (laughs) Okay. No, they don't push for. Well, do they push for tush sex or not? They push probably too hard, honestly. There you go. And do they make you wear like boy shorts when you do it? (laughs) Honestly, I have never done it. And I think that's why I keep losing them. You will not get a gay man to stick around if he will not have tush sex. Is that my problem? Did we get to the root of everything <laughs> like that immediately? you leave your hair down when they ask you to put it in a tight bun? Oh, no. <laughs> You're too smart for me. Okay, so hygienic, where are we on body hair? Are they shaved everything? I am, I really like, I don't like a bald man. Nope. Unless At they're all. like a professional swimmer. Michael Phelps, you get a pass. Yeah. Maybe. No, I do not like bald, like don't be bald anywhere. Men should have like hair down the back of their neck. Yeah, I there agree. Sh- it, you know what I'm saying? It should be. In I the agree. Front. Like even like on their shoulder right here. And by looking like, here, every mole should have a coiled pube coming out of it. I agree. One, I think three at least. Yes. Straight men should, their moles should have like giant coarse hairs coming out of it. They should also have like. Like maybe melanomas, like like just reds, like deep red, like almost wine stain. Me too. Many who use sunscreen, that's disgusting. Sickening. <laughs> Sickening. Unless it's like, you know, it just looks so much like cum. You have to like squirt it. I don't know. Something. Well, I don't want a guy who wants cum squirted all over him. I. <laughs> so true. If he's like. Ah. <laughs> and that's my history. It's like there's this epidemic of men that are like masquerading as, I don't know, like. Like modern, progressive, like wellness community, like that's what I thought. I thought I was like getting into this, like because I I do kind of like a feminine man for some reason, but I think it's because you on birth control. No, Hmm. and I won't do it because of that because I'm afraid that I'm gonna like accidentally fall in love with somebody who I like hate. Right, which is the thing because when you're on birth control, you're attracted to a different kind of man. You smell pheromones differently. Isn't that crazy? I just actually learned that, and I'm like, God, yeah. Thank God I've been avoiding it. I mean, the guy that I'm dating is so straight. I squeezed a pustule out of an ingrown hair today in his knuckle in his knuckle that's a How straight even get man. that that's so hot <laughs> I, I just thought i've always thought of it as like there's like the most feminine girls and then the most masculine guys and i always have liked like like really masculine girls and really feminine guys like right in the middle interesting that's what I like. where did you grow up there might have been some Arizona. like microplastics in the water i think my mom's the same way though she always liked like really feminine guys too but here's the thing because feminine guys in the beginning are feminine they text a lot they're very communicative yeah, maybe that's what it is like, sen- i have a bestie they're very like f- yeah, emotional and sensitive and they want to like go to your spin class with you oh, and you're no. like oh my god we're like soulmates <laughs> it's like no you're girlfriends mm-hmm. like a straight man like isn't going to text you for a couple days i know and there's going to be like see then that's a problem too i think that's where where they lose me because it's like i don't i can't handle that i need somebody to be so in love with me this is a problem i deal with anyway it's the love bombing like i need it okay but any and a straight man's not gonna love bomb you a a straight man would never love a woman that much that's exactly right (laughs) if a guy is sending you like emojis and all that's a gay man that's a girlfriend so you have to decide if you're straight or gay because you might just be gay. <laughs> That's also, that could happen. Because a lot of on, times these very effeminate men are basically women and now you're a lesbian. Yeah, that could be. You really never know. Have you I'm, dated a woman? I've never dated a woman. It's a lot of voice memos. See, that's the problem, though. I'm so, like, emotional that I'm, like, two women. It's too much. Might be scary for you me. You might. Okay, but I'm but, dabbling with the gay, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting closer and closer to that side. But how is your girlfriend? I I start, I was attracted to gay men for the longest time because I didn't have good female friends 
friendships, I realized. And then I was like, you know what? I have to make sure that like all my boxes are getting checked and like I'm getting my like internal needs met internally with my girl friendships really? so that by the time I go for a man, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I've got that. Oh, I feel like I have such strong female friendships. So you just have like, I feel like problems. This No, that you was- don't have problems. I think this is totally normal because there's this thing now where people are like, I want to marry my best friend. That's not a straight guy. A straight guy is not going to be your best friend, period. He's your enemy. <laughs> every time you, have, you. Every time you have sex, you should be on the brink of death and worry that he is going to choke you to death. That is not your best girlfriend. Oh, my goals. I <laughs> Because it's like, I feel like, like, that's another way that I know that someone is gay when someone is like, like in their like Instagram, it's like Valentine's Day. And they're like, I'm with my best friend. I love you. You're my best friend. That should not be your best. They're not your best friend. His best friend is like some dude that says gash. And let's get some strange tonight. Okay. Uh -uh. That's his best friend. It's not you. Ew. I am getting a little better about it though. Cause like now I can identify a love bummer like early on and I'm never as invested in it by then. So now I can be like, Okay, this is not for me. Not again. Okay, but what is love bombing? Help me understand this. I for in historically it's been like I meet someone and just immediately it's like we're married. Like so just so much so fast and like if I like the guy, it's everything. If I don't like the guy, I'm like I'm going to call the cops. But it's all <laughs> But I do feel like there's a little bit of an epidemic of using the word like love bombing gaslighting yeah like narcissist it's like we're all saying it too much we're diagnosing everybody's a narcissist if they don't want to date us they're all of a sudden a narcissist well that's like completely true (laughs) that's like me i'm like you're wrong i got love bombed and then he toxically disappeared it's like or he just like got to know me and stopped liking me that could be but it's like i will i really like everybody that much like immediately so i'm like that makes sense to me but i'm mentally ill so (laughs) and i'm not trying i'm not i'm not like searching for somebody who's also mentally ill. That's not really my okay. goal. So I feel like it's fine if I do it and not fine if you do it. But like, I feel like I just had a situation. I met a guy and I'm not kidding. Next day, he sends me a screenshot of my own text. My name is my love in his phone. And he's like telling his mom about me. I'm like, no. you're scaring me. No, 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 no. Scaring me. So where are you meeting these people? Bad places. Where? This one was at a Steven Tyler Grammy party. Steven Tyler. Which, honestly, I wish it was Steven Tyler. Steven, I mean, do you like, yeah, I think you might need to date older. How old was this person? This person was not old, but I would 100% date Steven Tyler. I just looked up yesterday how old he was because I was deciding if it was too old for me, and it's not. What is he? 75. <laughs> By the way, what's the oldest guy you've dated? Um, These guys do sound young. The oldest guy I've dated is 35, so not very old. Okay. That's, I mean, that's like a good, like, and what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I guess he decided he doesn't like me that much. Okay, so here's the thing. You are obviously stunning. Oh, it's like kind of you. sickening and confusing. No, but there's there's definitely something like majorly wrong with me. No, I just don't haven't identified so what funny. it is. Yet. You're so smart. You're so successful. I mean, that's why. You. That's your problem. You're funny. You're smart. You're successful. <laughs> I must be just way too powerful. <laughs> yeah. Can you like pretend that you're like a broken bird and like have like debt? No, Men love I've, to like rescue someone. I don't know. I'm kind of lying though because I've had a lot of people who like like are really good contenders and are just like, I don't, I don't fucking like you. And but why? Like, is there too nice? I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to date someone, but like a guy comes and I know he does. I know going into it that he will not end up dating me. Mm. That's the one I'm going to choose. Okay. So you chase unavailable people yeah. to get that familiar hit of either adrenaline or like rejection. And yeah. you, your comfort zone is auditioning for approval and chasing somebody who's not available. Yeah. And so far I have not been chosen even like 
hardly ever. See, okay, so this is I do Wait, this. This is like sounding really sad. I'm not. It's, it's not, not as sad. pathetic as it it's sounds. I'm literally choose. I'm. It's. I'm doing it on purpose. Seriously. I think literally this is the most relatable thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Quite <laughs> frankly, like when I have people that are like married and happy relationships on, I'm just like, like you don't make any the sense. The views are down. So. <laughs> So here's the thing. I do this too. And do you think that um, not to bring your family of origin into it? Did you have to like audition for approval from your dad? For Not from my dad. I don't have daddy issues, right. but I definitely have like familial. Is that a word? Yes, totally. Like there was some turmoil. I, but I, I had a really strong father figure. Because also sometimes, well, that's another trauma. Okay, yeah. which is the only thing worse than having a terrible father is having, having an amazing, amazing father, father because then like no man ever lives up to them At and all. you want them to love in a way that your dad was obviously able to love in a very like healthy way. Yeah, mine's my, well, I grew up with my grandparents and they are like, they've been together since they were 13. Like Toxic. Most, I know. Talk about gaslighting narcissists. <laughs> no, but like literally like the most amazing, beautiful couple in the world. So I'm like, ugh. Okay, so you've got this like impossible standard. Yeah. Oh, this is the like. So of course I'm going to choose a guy with painted nails. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my ex had baby blue nails Whitney okay let's I love MGK look, <laughs> um wait so he would paint them himself no he got them done which is I think oh, worse no uh, where think you worse. need to stop dating LA men first of no all. I I'm already my main thing is like stop dating the talent I kept trying to like date the talent like actors like, just any good at anything really and like all first of all all male actors are gay I'm so sorry it's mm. nothing personal but all male actors are gay you know they wear makeup in their movies you know I mean they're, yeah. they're in makeup every morning it's totally fine but they're like Broadway boys yeah, I honestly, not a lot of actors. I, I I feel like it's more like musicians. I had like this major like, comedy Because also phase. the main thing with actors and performers is they pretend for a living. They're professional Yeah, liars. and they're so good at it. And I, like, I'm watching it like a movie. Yeah, I'm like, wait, you love like me? That, I want to date that actor. I'm like, he wins prizes for how good he is at lying. lying. That's a sociopath wearing makeup. Let's move on. Oh my God. See, this is why I don't have to pay for therapy because I've got you in front of me. <laughs> I love you. I also do, I'm in this new thing where, because you know how like, Guys, when they reference girls they're dating, they do it by their like hair color, whereas we do it by their jobs. Yeah, so you'll like, be like, yeah, the mailman. <laughs> like, are you still dating the architect? Whereas guys will be like, whatever happened to the redhead? Oh, right? yeah. But I and I used to always be like, why do girls do that? That's so fucking shallow. Like all my girlfriends would be like, so like I'm hanging out with, you know, the CEO. I'm hanging out with the waiter. I'm hanging out with the whatever the DoorDash guy. Like they were just called their job. And I'm like, we are so shallow. That's so gross. But the more the older I get, the more I feel like someone's job actually will tell you it's a lot about their the character. Most descriptive thing you could possibly say about a person. Correct. The, the job you choose, what you choose to do with your entire life. And then you do whatever you, can you do. Tell so everything you about a person. Totally. And I spent so much time being like, I don't want to be shallow. I'm not a gold digger. I don't want someone judging me by my job because like female comedian, that's number one. Do not date. Wait, could be worse. I literally just talk shit online. That's my whole job. Like, I don't even say we, we're not even comedians. We just like we just say I dated this guy and he sucked. Do you think that they get scared that they're going to be talked about? I know that they do. In fact, it's a major problem in my daily life. But kind of like what you were saying, saying to me earlier, I have to just like make sure that that's known right in the beginning because it's like if you're not going to be down for that down the line, like that's not even realistic. I also think the guy that you are going to be with is the one that you don't want to talk about publicly because you're going to actually respect them. I have one of those. I have one that I respect so I don't talk about him. And where's he's just in the rotation? He's in the rotation, yeah. How many are in the rotation? Mm, couple. Okay, all these men that you think don't like you and are rejecting you, I think you're just cheating on all of them and breaking their hearts. No, no. You know when you like... <laughs> it, 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 when you, I personally can't do that because I'm a woman. 
you're like, okay, hold on. Okay, so first of all, I don't see gender, <laughs> so toxic. Um, <laughs> okay, she, her. By the way, what is the she, her on the bottom of an email, Jen? I don't know, but I'm going to add it to my Instagram. It's, li- <laughs> it's literally like Claudia, she, her. I'm like, yeah, no shit, I got it. Like, I, I don't, anyway, the point. I get I, it. The point is, this is, this is the episode that we are just getting canceled. Well, of course. So- you, because I do love when the like girls like you that are as beautiful as you and smart and funny as you. It's like all these men reject me, and you're like, anyway. So like, I'm dating seven men. <laughs> Can you really be rejected if you're dating all well, these people? No, it's like I, I don't also know by what... the way, five gay men don't equal one straight man. You're oh no, <laughs> I'm like the math isn't math. Thing. I don't. It's not like I'm like dating all these people people actively, but I have I I like try to have more than one person I'm interested in at a time because if I put all my eggs in one basket, I. Well, don't do that. I was going to visualize me cutting myself. I was kidding. It's fine. It's whatever. I yeah, it's not good for me. Okay. So I have to have like at least like somebody that I can call when one of them upsets me. Okay. So you want to take the pressure off. Do any of them think that you're exclusive? No, no. That see that. But you had that conversation. No. So they all. (laughs) So you're just like. Wait, I'm not like dating that many people. I I think I'm lying to you. Are you you a fuck boy? I think I'm making things up. I'm not even kidding because I'm like, I really do think I'm making things up because there's not like all these people in my rotation. I'm just like not specifically seeing one person. But here's what I'll say. I think that this is we are stumbling upon something that I do not understand that I only in the last year like dip my toes into, which is the idea of like talking to a couple people. Yeah. Okay. Like for me, I get so tunnel vision in a way that's kind of toxic because I also do not want HPV. I have gotten this far and Mm -hmm. I refuse. I did get the vaccine, but I guess there's apparently like all these new HPVs going around. I didn't get the vaccine. My grandma wouldn't let me. Gardasil, right? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. She thought it was going to give me like a third arm or something. I mean, look, she's not an anti-vaxxer. She's a big JFK. She's voting for She's (laughs) She's not an anti-vaxxer. In fact, she's she's non-verbal these days. For sure. But I I just feel like um, I just I do. I don't want to get herpes. Like we've just come too far and I can't like now, you know, like that's so amazing. If you've made it like I feel like everybody has herpes by 30. Well, also, when you do movies and TV shows, you make out with actors and they all have freaking herpes. So the fact that I've not gotten it is a miracle. It really is very powerful. Yeah. Like there's like I worked on a show with somebody that I for sure know had it. And it'd be so weird if we didn't kiss in all these scenes and we were just doing these like weird pecks on the cheek. But everybody has like the HSV1, like everybody has that. It's cold sores. So it's like like you have HSV1 or HSV2. HSV2 is genital herpes. It's the same thing. But one of them is obviously on your face. One of them is on your vagina. Just everybody so, has the face almost, one? Almost everybody. One in three people has herpes. It's very normal, actually. That's 33%. But it is. <laughs> That's and not I, it 100%. Could, it could be higher. Because, well, like... Like if your mom has it, like you're almost guaranteed. Oh, that's right, right, right. Because so, it comes like through. in ten years, there's not going to be any herpesless people. Spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. Like they're spreading that herpes. Spread the word, not your legs, please. Okay, we need to stop this herpes but epidemic. But I, I could be making this. No, yeah, I probably am making this up. I think you're less likely to get genital herpes if you already have, um, like HSV one. Oh, they're like we because got her. your body, like I feel like you have antibodies or something. I the, a friend of mine went to a doctor and has HPV. I don't know what strain, but basically, I mean, like bless up Kaiser Permanente. The doctor basically just went. Everybody has this now. Like, there's nothing you can it, do it, about like, it. Like, I kind of think it is that way. I'm like really anal about it. Where I I get tested like constantly, mm-hmm. and I got tested the other day, like a few weeks, well, a few weeks ago, and. They didn't give me my results right away. It was called same day health. Okay. I'm like, why are you not giving me my, like, where the fuck are my You're results? Like, I am in a rush. Okay. And I, I call them and I'm like, hello. Like I've, I've gotten test there, tested there a million times. And the girl at the front, she fucking, she goes, 
um, I'm going to need you to get on a Zoom with the doctor. I go, no, you're not. Like, no, you're literally not. I've gotten tested here a million times. You're going to tell me right the fuck now if I have herpes or not. And she's like, I, I'm not qualified to tell you that. Whatever, you have to get on a Zoom. I, I had to wait a couple hours to like get this doctor to Zoom with me. that would make me think I definitely I know. Have I it. called everyone. I, like, everyone I knew. I'm like, I, I've got it. I finally got it. I got it. They got me. Turns out they just didn't like fill out my chart properly. But yeah, fuck you, same day health. But so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Promo code Whitney. We love same day health. Zocdoc. <laughs> no, we're Zocdoc pitches over here. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like that apartment on a budget or not having orgasms. But he's got good credit, you know. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who is a total quack nightmare. Instead, go to ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you and prioritize your health. And you can search location availability and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, everything all falls into place. (laughs) because <laughs> with ZocDoc it's up to you because ZocDoc you know how it goes <laughs> every time <laughs> Wait, what was right before that no compromises because with ZocDoc you don't have to you compromise. don't compromise ever honestly <laughs> please leave this in because yesterday I realized like in the 90s or whatever like you're I was listening to some like 90s playlist Mm-hmm. And how when you were younger, things sounded so profound that were so simple. Like there's that Smashing Pumpkin song that goes, what I choose is my choice. <laughs> what I choose is my choice. Yeah. If I, you think about it. I thought that was so profound back in the day. And I'm like, no, that's just conjugating a verb. Like, like. So I can say there's no compromises with ZocDoc. You know why? Because we don't compromise. Because <laughs> so, you don't have to. <laughs> ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. Yuck, unless that's what you're into. All these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists who can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for, even that itchy tooth. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is literally between 24 and 72 hours, and that's it. You can even have same day appointments. I use ZocDoc. If you guys don't, I can't help you. It is a game changer. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Whitney and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Whitney. ZocDoc.com slash Whitney. I need a pediatrician ASAP. So there's been a big debate here at Good For You about lotion. Okay. Not a lot of people are using lotion on their bodies. I'm learning. This is new information. It's obviously psychotic. But one thing we can all agree on is that face lotion, skincare on the face is a non-starter because life ages you. People, emails, the elements out there, that idiot next to you on the train, vaping, all these, all this is destroying your skin. Most skincare products are trash. Okay, take it from me. I've tried all of them because I used to be a total idiot chump. But now I only use GenuCell on my face. It is cruelty-free. It's not tested on animals. It's natural. It's clean, free from mineral oil, parabens, and harmful chemicals formulated. Um, Also, it is formulated, excuse me, 
by a compounding pharmacist. So that is real, legit science. Okay, look at me. I look younger than this baby I'm holding because of Gen 90. That is the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Okay, Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles anywhere you use it. And I mean anywhere. Around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, the laugh lines starts working in seconds. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silky smooth. And best of all, it starts working within seconds. I know this because I feel that little tingle every time. And I'm like, oh, look at you just going to work on all that damage in my skin. Oh, you little cutie pie. So before you go overseas or over a border that may or may not have a wall, to get harsh procedures for thousands of dollars. Don't do not do that, okay? Try Gen 90 first. Make all your fine lines and wrinkles disappear. And for Valentine's Day, Gen 90 is on sale at GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. It's, of course, included in the bestseller package. Order right now at GenuCell.com slash Whitney. Get free shipping and a Valentine's Day spa box with every order. Look at us in our spa box, GenuCell.com slash Whitney. Because having a baby, turns out you don't get to keep the stem cells. Trust me, I asked. But okay, this is you're blowing my mind. I'm taking my glasses off as a symbolic gesture. Um, okay, so you're seeing a couple guys. Do they know about each other? Like, would no, they... I'm not. I'm not seeing a couple guys. The point. The you're point that I was trying with? to make is that, like, I, I'm trying not to, like, because you're saying you have tunnel vision with these guys. You have you have a hard time talking to multiple guys at a time, and so do I. So well, because I'm, I ch- morph into a different person. So yeah, so well, that's I, the thing, and I can't, I can't morph into three I people. I do not even have the energy to like. I can't divide. Yeah, I, like, I can't I be can't. a Knicks fan and a Dolphins fan and an Eagles fan all at the same <laughs> at time. All. But I get so like ruined every single time I like get rejected by one yeah. guy. So I have to always know at least there's somebody there that I can call. No, and like, I, okay, fine, come over. Yeah, and I think that it's actually helped because the first time I actually did that and it was really important because it also helped me with contrast because I feel like if you're only focused on one person, you're going to fill in the blanks the way that you want it to and you're going to put them on this pedestal because you're going to be like, this has to work, right. you know? Whereas this last situation, I think the person that I'm super into now, I was able to see all the things that I loved about him and not take them for granted because I was able to contrast with someone who was gar- trash garbage. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to go like, oh my God, I appreciate all this stuff so much that I would take it gr- for granted normally because we are just wired to be repelled by super nice men. I do not know why there's got to be- I'm still in that phase where but it's like don't it's not like a phase me. it's a biological imperative because like out on the sahara i almost said sephora <laughs> when you're in sephora, i hate women okay, it's like out on the like you know sahara desert when there's tigers and lions which is the way that we used to live the nice guy was not going to probably be able to protect you from all the rapists and stuff so i think we're really hard-wired. so you think we're like literally like biologically yes inclined. i think we're hardwired to yeah, like so see, like the bad boys fault. Yeah, we're like into guys that are more risk taking and like, you Hate know, me. yeah, kind of shit. <laughs> and the men that are, you know, desired by lots of other women, right? Because yeah. that's the man that's. Oh, gonna... that's a major problem. Actually, no, it isn't. Huh. See, that's it's something I'm newly into. Okay. I used to like really love to go for like the guys that like maybe no girl would ever want to talk to ever. I don't know what that was. That was like that was a phase. But like physically or like physically like people with halitosis like what are we all of the above. It was like whoever was like repelling women. I was like that's my guy. Was that like subconscious because you thought that they like would be grateful and wouldn't reject you. I thought that it was like a safe zone like this guy's not going to do No because by the way I've done that before where I was like oh this is going to be a walk in the park and they're like yeah I just don't think it's a match and I'm like I'm sorry. 
right. Exactly right. Or you get cheated on by a lizard and you're like, wait, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? No, because the problem is that when you date the lizard, you inflate you their him se- Well, you inflate their self-esteem. And then they use the fact that they're hanging out with you to get a whole bunch of other girls. And like, this is my rum spring. And nothing makes a guy more desirable than seeing that he was once with a beautiful woman. Totally. I, like, I'm the same way. Like, if I see a guy and he's just a regular guy, I'm like, whatever. But then if I see, like, his ex was someone that, like, I'm like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. I'm like, there must be something about him. There's, yeah, he's just got some like magic dick. Yeah. And they never do. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I might have painted nails. You're kind of terrifying. I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like this is maybe something. Is there, okay, so what, if a guy rejects you, what does that look like? Is he like, hey, I don't think this is a match, or they just like fade away? I just always get in these situations where like, like from the beginning, it's they're emotionally like either don't want a relationship or I know that they can't have a relationship. They have a job where they can't have a relationship or whatever it is. And so like I'll literally, like you said, audition. I'll spend mm-hmm. all this time trying to get them to change their mind. And then finally, I'm, I just give up because I'm really not that hardworking. Right. OK, but here's what I'm thinking, because I feel like a lot of times we project and the exact thing that we accuse other people of is what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? So this also- Maybe I'm the emotional available or unavailable, emotionally unavailable. Kind of, because sometimes like what we're, when we chase unavailable people, it's our way of staying unavailable and not actually being in something and committing to something because we're afraid of intimacy or have like that like relationship anorexia thing. So it's like, if you want to be in a relationship, you can be in one right now, like no problem, right? (laughs) But you're going for the people that are unavailable. Therefore, maybe you don't actually want to be in one yet, which is- fine that could be you're that, so yeah, that's like, honestly probably you? most likely the answer because by the way if someone if the person that you are it's like a dog chasing a car it's like by the time you get it you're kind of like oh god like if the person that you've been chasing is like let's do this you'd probably be like ah that's what always happens literally every single time as soon as they change their mind i do too yeah now i feel smothered so and you're right that must be like a me problem no i do it too like i think it's my it was my way of not being in a relationship because yeah. I, I could like masquerade as being in one and i'm chasing this person they're rejecting me and it's kind of like a drug you know, it's like the internal drug cabinet because I'm like chasing this person. I'm trying to like it takes me out of myself and I get into this disassociative state where I'm obsessing over the other person. And like, I don't really know him that well. Yeah, well, it's I, I looked into it. There's like something with uh, like uh, I forget what it is, but limerence. Like, have you heard of limerence? Yes. But why? What does it mean? It's like spo- where you like create this imaginary like person mm. out of somebody that you really don't even know that well. And you obsess over them. I'm like that. I'm just very obsessive. The the state of being obsessively infatuated with someone usually accompanied by delusions of or a of or a desire for an intense romantic relationship with that person. That is love addiction to a T. We call it fantasy and intrigue addiction. Yeah. And I feel like it it has a lot to do with like how you grow up and whatever it is. But I like I'm constantly in that state where I'm like literally imagining a life with somebody who. I don't even fucking really like that much. Or he probably isn't even what I'm making him in my head at all. No. Actually, I know he isn't. They aren't. Okay. They never are. And then it's a way of like, whether you're recreating your childhood circumstance or getting some kind of like adrenaline and dopamine hit because you're making sure you're always going to be disappointed. You're making this like- Well, because you're used to this like trend- and it's like, it's really common, especially in people with like childhood trauma and stuff. Uh-huh. So I, I have looked into it. Like I, like I, I do actually like think about it often, but this is fascinating. I do the exact same thing. And when I do it, it is like being on drugs. It is. And it's like, if that's the thing, stop. and it, it will never feel the same for somebody to just like come to me and be interested in me and be nice and do all the right things. And Mm-mm. that's so horrible. I hate that. Yeah. Because obviously I want to be with somebody who's like great, uh-huh. but that's why the love bombing is like, kind of a thing because they'll be so good and then they'll take it away Mm -hmm. and then you're like wait 
What happens? Well, isn't that just the first couple months of a relationship and then it fizzles out? I don't Isn't know. Is that just My, like the honeymoon stage? I don't. Because I, I've had all these situations where it's like so immediately, like so crazy involved that it's like huh. that it's weird. Do you think it's someone that already knows you, like from like being fa- you being famous, no, so they no, feel no. closer it's, to you? No, I think it's just like I've like. Or it'll be like somebody who doesn't live here. So we'll immediately have to like stay together and be like so close or like just things that are like huh. situations where it's too much way too quickly. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't think you want that. No. OK, I don't really think. Do I want anything? I don't think <laughs> I'm obsessed with you because because you I like I do think we might be in a situation in society and as humans where the life has gotten too easy and we need to make up fake problems. Yeah, on it, uh, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I really like the way my life is going right now. And I kind of like I don't I don't like to be in a relationship, really. Yeah, it's the worst. I love to do everything alone, but I like the high. I like I like the I love the attention. You kind of date for sport. And it's not in a bad and it's not in a bad way. It doesn't have to be pathological. Yes. You're going to have someone that just like gets under your skin and hooks you and is super dominant and is like, we're doing this. And it might not happen for a while. Yeah, honestly, I don't mind. Yeah. Although. I well, I guess you can have kids forever, but I'm like, what if I want to have like a bunch of kids? Oh, just do what I did. Just have them with See, strangers. You are the biggest inspiration <laughs> ever. Well, and I just was like, if you meet someone who would be a great father, sometimes you meet people and you're like, you would be a husband and a terrible father, or you would be a great boyfriend and a terrible husband, or you would be a great father and maybe you aren't my husband. And I kind of like met someone. I was, I was like, you're a father. Let's go. That's amazing. And we're like homies. And I feel like that's so, like... I don't think it has to be like so traditional anymore. That's just like sick. Your yeah, kid's going to have two cool parents. And yeah, like- just the idea. I, I just cannot do things in the socially constructed order. It's just like, it's never worked for me. I know maybe I'm broken, fine, but I'm just like finding a way to make it work. It Nobody was like, does anymore. Like what's- It was like engaged, marriage, kids. It was just kind of like, I got engaged. It didn't work out. And I was like, hold on. Am I going to like go through this whole process again where it's like nah, best case skip sc- it. Best case scenario, it's going to take two years to find some, like even if you meet someone tomorrow, to like know them, to get married, to get engaged, all that stuff. So then I wouldn't be best case scenario conceiving for like two and a half years if that's like super rushed. And that, you know what I mean? So it's right. like four years out that I can have a kid. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah, who cares? Like what? what? I'm white trash till I die, dude. It was Just always going to be this way. I was <laughs> never going to get married and have a kid and do that whole fucking thing. Uh, I don't get it. Maybe it's not for me either, but like, I don't know. Just the- I don't, I don't want to like constantly be worried about like dating though and I feel like I will be because that's just like my personality type like I just feel like for my whole life I'm gonna be like I'm gonna want I think there's also nothing wrong with being boy crazy like I I, am that's what it is I'm literally fucking boy crazy. that's it I'm boy crazy too but it's there's just like a kind of like I'm I'm a super hypersensitive person and I just love the ups and the downs like I've worked so hard to not have any drama in my friendships I don't have any drama in my family anymore and I'm just like I just need a little bit of like it's like guys play video games we play video games with dating apps with I think that's exactly right it's like (laughs) it's like a gamer a healthier like self-harm I'm not kidding yeah I like it but it's also it's 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 a healthier self and they're as long as you're not like hurting anybody or like giving people aids yeah but you know people are getting aids (laughs) so we ought to be careful out there same day health is aids back I don't think AIDS is back, but people are getting getting things. Really? I think. What's I don't up? know. I'm scared. I feel what like- is up? What's what's the in um <laughs> sexually transmitted infection at the moment? Disease. I feel like it's I think HPV. It's- chlamydia really? I haven't heard about in a while. I've had chlamydia a couple times, I'm gonna be honest. 
because I went to college. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and I know because I got tested. A lot of people tell me they don't, they've never had chlamydia. I'm like, okay, then no, you're you not getting tested t- enough. Okay. And you took amoxicillin for your strep throat and you got rid of it. But you're do lucky you feel you. chlamydia? Is that when it burns when you No, pee? you don't feel it. You can't. I think you can. I think men feel it. Okay. I feel like there are a lot of invisible STDs and I'm sorry, you know, I'm like full tinfoil hat at this point and have been sufficiently red pilled. And I'm like, uh... I don't know. If I was a doctor or medical professional, I would kind of tell kids they had STDs that had no symptoms that you couldn't feel and just like give them a vaccine for it. One, well, am I saying chlamydia is fake? Yeah. You're, yeah, you think I chlamydia is a conspiracy? Fake, yes, I do. Fake I don't news. know if I can get behind this one. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm a veteran, a seasoned veteran. <laughs> but did you, you, but you didn't you're feel right. it. You're right. You're right. I honestly, How, not, where's did, the did proof? I get gaslit into where's thinking I had? You're I'm right. just telling you. Prove it. There's no symptoms. You can't feel it. What are all these invisible diseases? Remember when COVID was like, you have no symptoms. <laughs> like it doesn't show up oh on a test. Oh my God. You're... But you have it. Like, Okay. This is going to be really crazy if I find out that I, I for, by the way, I don't know why I tell everyone how, like, that I've had chlamydia. Like, that's like my, I'm literally waving like a chlamydia veteran flag. Like, by the way, you're, by that. the way, welcome home. Like, I am the queen of admitting things that nobody forced you to admit just to admit myself. Well, I'm trying to encourage people to get tested because it happens and you give it around to people. And I'm so, like, yeah. People are just giving people chlamydia. But also, do you, t- okay, so do you tell the person you're hanging out with or like, do they know? Uh, um, I think, well, you, I think you have to tell them one time I, <laughs> I swore like I had chlamydia. Of the, well, first of all, I'm a hypochondriac this morning. I had jaundice or, okay. um, hepatitis. Okay. Um, what, A, B or C? C. Okay. I don't even know the difference. What? Um, <laughs> what that what, like, what? I had yellow eyes this morning, okay. but one time I had a sore throat, okay. obviously. And I had just engaged in oral sex with some stranger not a stranger not a stranger okay but like we're close <laughs> and I was so online that I immediately convinced myself that I had gonorrhea of the throat obviously because it couldn't be anything else wait gonorrhea wait is that you can get gonorrhea in the throat as you can get chlamydia in the throat so too. chlamydia gonorrhea they often coexist you like more often than not you have both at the same time and neither have symptoms they sometimes have symptoms sometimes don't okay So I thought I had symptomatic throat gonorrhea, obviously. (laughs) And so I went to the doctor and I didn't have health insurance at the time. So I didn't, the test like costed money, but I want, I told the doctor, I was like, listen, I have this. I lied to the doctor. I said, someone told me they gave me this Uh and I had them treat me for it. But I had to tell like the guy that I was seeing at the time, like I gave you like, cause I was actively sleeping with someone at the time. I was like, I gave you gonorrhea for sure. I told him he had to go like do the whole test and everything. And it turns out I didn't even have it. So I went through the whole conversation and I got treated for it and I never, I just didn't have I it. I don't think it's, I, I think I'm onto something. You guys. But it's like, that's my advice to people. Don't jump the gun. Don't tell them unless you know, because but like, why, what, like I went straight to him. I was like, I'm so sorry. I gave you gonorrhea. No, I didn't. Did you retract it? I, well, you can, really can't take that back. You can take it no, back. No, I but think you can take it back. <laughs> you can, but like you don't. I think you, like, by the way, must. I can't unhave that conversation. I think we need to call him right now. Well, he knows now, but like I, the the pain of that conversation, like I couldn't take that back. Like it was the most horrible thing I've ever had to do because I was mortified. I was but like, oh my God. What's better than doing the right thing and then it not being true? I just think you should never do the right thing unless I'm you gonna- have to. <laughs> 
I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start telling people I gave them an STD just to get points for being like super honest and upfront and being like, oh, no, I didn't have it. That's the easiest way to make sure a guy gets tested so that he doesn't give you an STD. Tell him you gave him one. Life advice. Tell him you gave him one. Oh, no. Wait. So then he goes and gets. Well, Who then- really is the victim in that situation? <laughs> No, because then he's like, I'm not going to get tested. You just told me I have it. By the mm. way, guys don't go to the doctor when they're like limping and like At shitting all. rocks. Like, but that's why I'm so afraid of men. Because like, they like what you could, I could have hepatitis C from you. Is it contagious? I don't even know. I actually skipped hashtag RFK, the hepatitis vaccine when I gave birth. Because you get it from gay sex or um, neat, dirty needles, right? Well, you know what happens to me is I'm probably sleeping with gay men you who are having are, gay you sex. You do have AIDS. You do. <laughs> you are sleeping with gay men. Is it? Do, is it symptomatic? But do you think gay AIDS? Uh, I think HIV is not so much AIDS. I oh, think then we, when we get to AIDS, there's yeah, it's yellow eyes. <gasps> I'm, I'm kidding, <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> My soul left my body. I'm not kidding. I almost started crying. It's really so easy to convince me of something like that. Why do you think you have hypochondria? I don't really know. I really like, I don't, I think just Google is so fun. Like I'm like, oh my God, what what could I have today? Um, Okay. I have so many questions. Are you on a dating app or no? I'm on the apps. I'm not good. Like I, what are the ones that you feel like are the best? Bumble. I know everybody loves Bumble. I just, I don't know about feminism anymore I, I think don't believe in it personally. I, think, I think honestly look I just like hashtag girl boss fine I just feel like we've gone a little bit too far this is not the feminism I signed up for this whole like I don't cook I don't clean I don't do shit like we all have to just be like retards that can't feed or bathe ourselves like I, I don't guess know it's gone. So. or the new feminism is like women are so fragile they cannot handle a man initiating a text first no like, if you're what? not initiating it it's not happening also if a dick pic is traumatic for you you cannot function in society a dick pic is like integral like i need a dick pic like three days in okay i need a dick pic mostly because i want to see what their place looks like and you can always like in the background uh, there's like, a, do you have a messy room yeah. like also what do your feet look like also what do your feet look like and what like when also, also you'll probably hold your dick so i'll see like the cuticle game because at some point those fingers are going to be inside my body yeah but sometimes that can be messy because you don't know like if you don't know the size of his hands it could be really like wildly <gasps> misleading i had a situation recently where i was like oh my god it's massive and then i saw him and he had these little baby hands i was like mm. uh-oh And I was right. The math is not mapping. <laughs> this is too like hard. Like if I had a tiny hand on this mic. But can I but can I just I have a hot take. Do you want like a big dick? No, no I don't, but I want an honest man. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Do not put your baby hand on your dick. So if you have a small dick, at least be honest about it. Yeah, but but put something up that I know the size of. But honestly, and it's consistent. Are we honest women with the, the amount of makeup we're wearing right now? Not at all. And also, like, <laughs> is this the tiny hand on a small dick? Like oh, this yeah. lighting and this makeup? Oh, am I like you know when a guy's like take her on a first date and go swimming? <laughs> oh yeah, so that you see what her. Am face I sounding like that right now? <laughs> I'm like, I fuck mean, the guys with baby like, hands. Yeah, like with this bra that I'm wearing and the amount of makeup I'm wearing and the fact that I just sprayed on my hairline, like, are, are we any better? No. But women don't have to be honest. In fact, they almost never are. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs>
I mean, I would like to, I'm too honest. That's my problem. And then if you're, if you're honest, no. people think you're, I, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you. Women, can you start getting honest so that everyone doesn't think I'm a bitch? <laughs> I, I like to be honest in certain situations, but then also sometimes I just lie for no reason. I've probably lied to you like 20 times. But you know what else about that? You call yourself out immediately, which is so Because I funny. feel immediately guilty. I have, I'm ha in a situation right now, Whitney, not kidding, huh. where I like, there's a clip going viral of me telling a lie. Uh-huh. Is it an easy to debunk no. lie? Let me go ahead and come clean right now. <laughs> okay, I don't want to be what it go. It's messy too. Are y'all selling a little or selling a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow. Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen. I got all excited because I'm so obsessed with Allbirds and Rothy's. Like Shopify is in my life. I mean, I order Rothy's, the little flats constantly, and they get them to me and they get them to me fast. Okay, Brooklyn and also I just got one of the robes. I got it. I ordered it. I got it yesterday. I ordered it. I'm about to order it. <laughs> Shopify also uh, is behind millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Whitney, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Whitney now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Oh, hey, y'all. I don't know if you noticed the baby currently on my sternum, but I'm a mom now and a manic one. That's redundant. I have no time to make anything or do anything, much less eat. But since I'm breastfeeding and half of my brain was you know, nibbled off by this child, I have to pull it together and get nutrients down my gullet somehow. So thank the good Lord for Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals because they make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more, more, more. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. There's no prep. There's no mess. It's the best. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's, I feel like I'm wrapping by accident. So there's no prepping, cooking, or clean up needed. Also, it's a great gift. I got Factor meals for a cousin who just went to college, so she didn't only eat pizza and fentanyl. Um, and then it's also a great thing to get new moms that are struggling. That's also something I'm going to maybe do for like Esther or something. 
Anyway, head to factormeals.com slash Whitney50 and use the code Whitney5050 to get 50% off. That's code Whitney50 at factormeals.com slash Whitney50 to get 50% off. Well, I was asked my thoughts on little people, okay? And I love little people. Over here, we call them pipsqueaks. Oh, do we? Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've actually heard that. We call them little cuties. So I was asked if what I like little people. What do you mean thoughts on little people? Yeah, someone said thoughts on little people. And I immediately answered, obviously. But then I followed up with a lie, which was that my cousin was a little person. And I don't, I do not have a cousin who is a little person. And I, in fact, I don't even know why I said that at all. But also you could turn this into you actually just being a wigger and being like my cut, <laughs> like my cuz. Oh my cuz. It could just be like. Well, that's, I think that's kind of where it originated. Cause it's like, sometimes I like develop a lie so early on in life that it becomes true. Like I had a, like someone who was a fill, like my mom's best friend's sure. daughter was a little person. And she was my, cu- like, I felt like she was By the way, cousin. so that's the thing. Here's, here's, okay. So you come to my podcast for a, a couple things. To hear stories I've already told 15 times, to be interrupted, and for me to be able to turn your lie into the truth. Do, so uh, I can defend a lie in a literal way to the point where it's actually true. Well, that exactly right. And I'm like, well, it, first of all, she was my cousin. Second of all, I was protecting... Well, in my head, I was like, are you about to be really offensive about little people? Because you can't because my cousin's a little person. Okay. That's kind of where but I was also, going But also, by it. the way, but, but okay, did you say something uh, mean about little people and go like, I'm Never. allowed to say that because my cousin's one? No. I was just, I just wanted to make sure that they knew that they weren't allowed to say anything. Why not? Why can't little- they? I don't know. Why can't we offend little people? Everyone gets offended at some point. You know what? Okay, I mean, this you can't. Is, I, feel like, I feel like I do draw the line at little people. I don't know why. why? I feel like I have a soft spot for them. Why? Because they're my that, pips queens. I think, I think that that's patronizing, <laughs> assuming that they can't handle a little bullying. I feel like. Well, I just. I feel it's like really it personal to me because my cousin's a little person. No, your mom's friend <laughs> is a little person. Oh, so now my lie's not real. Um, okay, Whose I'm team gonna, are you on? I'm going to win this, okay? <laughs> if you just give me a second. I'm just trying to get back to this, this very hot take, fine, of like, everyone gets bullied. Short, tall, gay, straight, trans, whatever. And so it's like, when I make fun of a gay person, it's a hate crime. If I make fun of you, I'm just bullying. Right? Right. If I, if I, say, if I talk shit to you, I'm just bullying you, right? But if I talk shit to a trans person, it's a hate crime. It's like, no, I'm just treating you like equals. Yeah. So if we talk shit to little people, I'm over here treating them like equals. You're the one that's walking on eggshells around them. Yeah. Well. Assuming they can't handle. I don't know. I'm getting a little afraid of, of this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Are little people coming after us? I personally what are they gonna do? hate little people. What are they going to do? <laughs> What are they gonna <laughs> slash your Achilles heel? What are you worried about? What are we? Oh all my god! I used to about? be so afraid of that. Remember when everyone was talking about those people who were like gonna lay under your car? No, and do you slice remember? Your a, do you think they were all little people? There was a scene in Chucky where Ch- Chucky gashed. Well, see, when I think so little people, I don't think Chucky. I think like Peter Dinklage. So I think you have a preconceived. Or pre- okay, like, no. We I think you already about have like ankle- thoughts about little people. We were talking about ankle slashing, oh. and I went to Chucky. That was not from the little people. Mm. Okay. Chucky I, is more of a redhead thing for me. When I think about redheads, I think, think about, about Chucky, Chucky and Carrot right. Top. <laughs> little people, I don't know. I went to a show last night with little people. I went to this thing called Lucha Vavoom. <laughs> I have black friends. That's what you sounded okay, like just now. Yeah, I, look, I, <laughs> I paid to see little people last night at a show, okay? When's last time you put money in their little pockets? <laughs> Tiny pockets. <laughs> okay, when's last time you that put was my That was my angle. They asked me what my thoughts were on little people, and I said I love when they have 
little things. That's my favorite thing about little people. Like, when don't they, they shop in Builder Bear? No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's stores. I looked into it. Um, no, look but, at my Instagram story today. Hold on. Okay, this is, I was at this show, Lucha Bavoom. Hold on. And, hold on. And I posted it. A little person jumping on another little person. You like to see them get hurt. It is so fun. They are fine. <laughs> fine. You did that. Honestly, I think they might be more agile than like an average sized person. I don't know the answer. You don't think I so? I don't mouth off on things I don't know about. I, I do. And I, in true. fact, it's my literal job. I think, by the way, this is the difference between like, I think podcasting is so wild because you just have to talk so much for so long. You have this incredible skill of just saying the first thing that comes to your mind. Well, that's the problem. And like, I so can't. So of course it's going to be a lie half the time. It, yeah, exactly right. So my, it's more important to me to fill the air than it is to be honest. So sometimes <laughs> I'll just say things and usually I'll come immediately and say, I just made that up. Or something but along those lines. are you not but entertained? <laughs> exactly. And I have a lot of things that sometimes I just think and they're not real. I think this is how most people move through the world. They kind of like try out a personality, try out a, th it's like the first thing that came to mind and you're like, am I going to stand by that or not? Me too. And I'm very much a chameleon, but I have a personality But disorder. I think that the big, oh, let's get to that. But I think oh. the biggest problem now is that people will say something that like, they're not sure they believe or not. And they can't admit that they were either wrong or that they lied. And I changed my mind literally like in literally the middle of a sentence I can't <laughs> I cannot commit to any thought ever if you've ever heard me say I believe in anything I probably don't then you're not growing as a person and I think that anyone who's like I'm this guy and I'm god I turned this off okay by the way my neighbor is calling for some reason um love that it's like when your neighbor calls you it's either like something's wrong or nothing's wrong I don't interact with my neighbors they well I try to and they don't like me but I live in Hollywood so that's like why don't they like you well, I don't know. Why doesn't it? You know what? This is a common theme in my life. Why don't they like me? I think you don't like you. Maybe. Well, I, think I think I like me a lot. I think I think that's kind of the problem because I'm I'm really like, wait, I'm the best. What's wrong? So like you want everyone to love you, but no one's good enough for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's get exactly back to right. midgets. Why? <laughs> why? Are, why? Is that your line? Is like that? Like are midgets what you just can't? I'm just trying to understand. It, like, I don't really think. Is there think... a big backlash? Or is there a little. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open to being offensive to pretty much every subgroup. Okay. So when they said, what did Except you think? Except for anything racial. Smart. Black midgets, let's not get into it. But <laughs> My what... friend does blackface. <laughs> Wait, what? You. Okay. <laughs> does blackface is so funny. Blackface is blackface is if, verb. If I start sweating, I will be and look like Justin Trudeau. So just please tell me. Um, what if what happened when they asked you about the midgets? What did you say? I said I like when little people have little things, like little kitchens, little Do you appliances. think they do? Do they get like yeah, a free easy bake oven when they are born? I think they maybe do midgets have everything tiny and yeah but well they sometimes they do it to their little houses to make their little like like their little I stairs think, smaller no I think their and houses they have are regular things. size no but they're, no they're in fact they're bigger than ours because <laughs> they are tiny because they have to and have the crane the swing they have vaulted ceilings they have to have a slide <laughs> But like, you know, when they have like a little short sink and stuff. I also like when they have the Wait, really long no, things on their pedals in their car. Never thought about this. Hold on. Are you telling me that they don't live in a gingerbread house? <laughs> Wait, they live in a, a bigger house? Than imagine, imagine a little person living 
in this house. It would be like a compound. Well, this house is a compound. <laughs> well, I think more importantly is that men midgets have normal sized dicks. Do they? Yes. I was actually wondering about this because I do have a huge crush on Peter Dinklage. Yes, who doesn't? And he has a regular sized dick. Or like a, like a, I don't know. But he has baby hands, so I guess it's impossible to tell from oh, his nudes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, because we honestly. How do midgets do take has- nudes? Because their arms are so tiny. I don't know. Should we look it up? <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot to show for that, honestly. I'm that not, has to be some sort of like fetish. It's like, I okay, so how do you know about the tiny stoves and the tiny kitchens? Uh, I think don't I watched like a little, I think I watched a little show on time. <laughs> there's phone books everywhere. <laughs> I mean, we're just making fun of someone who's short. Who gives a fuck if someone's tall? I make fun of Leslie Jones for being super tall. We make fun of everyone. Why is this a problem? It's not a problem. I just, the the moral of the story is I made up a lie for no reason. And if you, if my mom is watching that TikTok and she sees that I said that I have a little person cousin, she's going to be confused. Yeah, but I also think- And big, you can look into that. And I don't like when I have lies that people can But like, you know what? I'd rather you stretch the truth a little than be boring as shit. If you were just like, look, my friends, my mom's friends, child's neighbor- is a little person. Yeah, see, sometimes, like, okay, that's the most important thing about my lying is sometimes I'm just I'm just trying to make the story shorter. Like, if, for example, my friend were to have had something, like, really funny to ha- happen to her cousin. Sure. That didn't happen to her cousin. Didn't happen to her. It, it happened, happened to, to her. Me. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's times I will... It obviously <laughs> happened to me, and it doesn't hurt anybody for me to say that, but it's less... Inter- if you tell me a story about your cousin, I'm less interested than if you were yes, to tell me a story about you. You're going to tell me a story about your cousin? Who has cousins? Like, what are you even talking... Then I have to be like, what is that, your aunt's kid? Like, my, I don't even know how that even works. Me neither. Like, what are we, five? My cousin's a little person. But... I'm- <laughs> But it's like when I'm doing it on stage for money, for some reason it's okay. But then when I do it in private, it's shameful. I don't think you should ever have shame about anything. Like we're do- really, you shouldn't. I like I should, this probably. take. I like this take a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about the apps. Okay, Bumble. Bumble's I a no for me. I'm not gonna initiate. Dude, that's. Ha- I mean, it might as well be Grinder. That's where to meet gay men. I just personally like ugh, it's hard on the apps like because I do believe in them a lot of people have success on the apps but I my biggest fear in life is somebody if is me having a fucking boyfriend next to me and some girl being able to be like oh I matched with him on hinge and it's your guy he's just a serial dating apper but we're, aren't we all that Probably. Because what was it before? you, Dude, dating apps used to be IRL. You would walk yeah, into the like, bar. Yeah, like, oh, I also hooked up with that guy at fucking Or just like, I saw him at a bar once and he thought I, we made eye contact. And that yeah. used to be what, the matching on dating apps used to be just walking to a bar going, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Yeah, well, literally the last, I, the thing is, the thing about the apps is that I can do my research before having ever met the guy, which is important to me. I don't want to meet a guy at a bar because I can't look up your aunt and your cousin and find mm. out if your cousin's a little person. I don't know anything about you. I want to be able to research you before By the way, the having... more someone researches you, the less they know about you because all you do is lie. <laughs> oh, wait. If someone Googles you, they're like, hey, I heard your husband. Your husband <laughs> I heard your cousin's a literal little person. I I don't want to meet someone at a bar. The last like five guys, honestly, I've talked to have been from a dating app. Tinge. All from all from Raya. Okay. Okay. Raya. I was got engaged off Raya. What's your Raya song? Uh... I can't, I literally can't tell you. It's humiliating. Yes, you can. But can I tell you? Wait, this actually, is where I can't you draw you the line. You're okay, like, I fine. have gonorrhea. I have HPV. I it's have embarrassing, but it's supposed to be ironic. It is Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. By the way, that's a oh, hot so. song. 
It's fun, funny because it's like pictures of me and my cat. It's also a very hot song. You're straight baiting. That's good. Straight guy, gay guys and won't know what that with is. With a 0% success rate. Yeah. Well, I mean, Raya is like, it's a lot of V-necks and it's a lot of art directors. Yeah. Well, for me, it's a lot of people in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm like, what it's business do I have with someone in Stockholm? in Copenhagen. Why doesn't it, it I, what the fuck is a dating app if not local? Like, why would I want to match with somebody in yeah, it is a little ridiculous. Can you jump, what's your um, age range? I have, well, I think I recently changed it. I used to have a younger, but I've decided I will never date a man younger than me ever again. Smart, so now it's smart. probably, it's like 27 to probably 36. You need to set your like location of dating to like Texas, Alabama, like real men with pubes that don't fuck around with like texting. But what, again, what, what am I supposed to go over there? Yeah, fine. Get on a plane. I don't want to get for on one, <laughs> lift a finger. <laughs> I don't want to travel, or just like, I'm, like I'm about to leave on tour like, in two days. I'm like, I don't want to travel. But I know. I just saw your tour schedule. You're gonna be traveling a lot, but also like outside LA is basically Texas. I know. Well, I I don't want to be here forever, so maybe I'll just like wait until I get out. Are there um what? Okay, tell me the difference between Arizona guys and California guys. Arizona guys are all like i mean well first of all like so republican so like uh-huh. sperry hot hot sperry's Can't like do it yeah if it you like, get me I pregnant was... i have to keep it let's go no like i had like a real like frat boy phase and i was so subscribed to that like that's that very was, like, arizona really i feel my... like i feel like arizona there's a lot of like shell necklaces on straight guys i don't like, i don't know about shell necklaces. Like more the... like like polo like uh-huh. like just like like typical frat guy or like kind of cowboy hick vibes. Well, hick i haven't heard hick in a while i love a hick i love a hick dude i love a hillbilly that's my shit i do too but it's because i'm in my horse era okay yeah okay we'll get into that so i would i think i don't know i don't know if i would marry well hmm. i don't know if i, I want to go back to arizona maybe hmm. for like a second that's smart phoenix? phoenix phoenix is like fancy now though i know that's everyone's going there I don't want, maybe I don't want to be there. I don't, where, where do I want to, I don't hmm. know anything about myself. But yeah, this is fascinating to me, but I like this because I think most people do an impression of who they think they are or they've like gone on Instagram and like added to cart different personality traits or like, I'm crystal person. Like I'm a Virgo person. I'm like this, and you're just kind of like, I don't really fucking know yet. Yeah, sometimes I feel very secure in who I am and sometimes I'm like, literally what, do I even like, I don't know if I like colors. I don't know if I like anything. You're making my whole identity unravel right now because I am like, this is all so fake. Oh, like, do you know what I mean? Because I, I like, I think I know. You're like I, the fakest bitch I've ever met. <laughs> is what you just said to me. Well, no, I'm kind of just like you're making me think like, oh, like I think we have to. You lack the need to make up a fake personality to feel like you exist okay, well, or like make up fake opinions just to say it. It's very yeah. refreshing. I just don't like to, like, I can't commit. Like I'll, I'll, I'll fit for sure make up a fake opinion, but I can't commit to that opinion this and I might change it the next day. Inter- that just means you're an interesting person. I hope that's what that means. I think it means I need to go to therapy. Uh, what is the personality disorder you think you have? Um, but yo, I like, I liked you think you have, which was crazy. Um, I have borderline personality disorder, allegedly. But who's, who, who diagnosed you with that? I mean, like a few people. Well, my mom has it. Well, actually my mom has bipolar. Everyone's mom has it. Everyone's mom is borderline personality well, disorder. Well, my mom's that was a just, crackhead. So. Okay. Women of that era. Okay. We're the first generation of women who don't have 
all of those things. Well, if if I can't blame it on that, then I have like more severe. It, like at least that I can be like, okay, well, I have a personality disorder. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a I, quirk. I think most people like are like this. I think I just have, yeah, maybe probably issues, but. What? Like, what are they? Um, Like lack of, I, I think it's like an identity issue. Like you have like a hard time. You're young. Yeah. No one, you're, if anyone your age well, thinks they you, know who I'll they are. I'll tell you why I know. Because they're of, lying. Because of my emotional responses to things. I am like literally, I, I am so Thank you for stopping reactive. saying literally. I think you, you caught yourself. I'm, it's, <laughs> you I know, can't. saying literally, we all have to stop. I'm like, now I'm like struggling not to say it. You just put a thought in my head. What? Why? Oh, literally. Okay, so I'm totally being facetious. I'm extremely reactive and like, not in a good way like in a in a really like I want to set people's houses on fire kind of way and that's kind of like a, a trait of personality disorder yeah but it's like it'll be the smallest thing that like triggers it it'll be like not a text back but but you just feel big feelings yeah I feel I feel very deeply like, like to a point where it's like oh, is she okay I don't know I think that we're a little bit like personality disorder hoarders now like everyone wants to be yeah I'm like collecting like little charm bracelets. what if you're okay (laughs) like is that okay that could be but but then I can't blame it on anything and I like to have an excuse I'm like well it's because of my personality disorder yeah but I okay but I don't like this new thing now if someone's like an asshole they're like well I'm on the spectrum and you're like you're a fucking ass we used to just call that a dickhead Okay. Well, no, it's like my autism. Oh, okay. So you're allowed to just say the N word? Like, that's not how this works. You know what I mean? So it's like for See, me. See, I ag- completely agree with you, but I also think that I should be able to do it and nobody else maybe. But you know what your personality disorder is? You're, I know that we don't think about gender anymore. You're just a woman. Can we say that? Like, that like, could be. Yeah, you get your feelings hurt when someone rejects you. That's not a personality disorder. You can just be like, that hurt my feelings. Okay. Like, we're so afraid to just, like, be vulnerable that we have to, like, blame it on some disorder, you know? It's like, I'm like, I'm really... You know f- what? Now that I think about it, I don't have it at all. I'm cured. Maybe that's... I just kind of, like, it's okay to just be Well, okay. but, but I think I think you might sing a different tune if you were to see me in action. <laughs> I'm going to be so honest with you. I like, did run into you on the street once, I'm, and you were FaceTiming with a plum. It was intense. It was... I'm... It's a lot more serious than I make it sound. And I feel like a lot of times online people are like, Brooke is like, she's more put together. It's not like something's not right. But here's what I'll say. The people that say this are the one. Okay. Anyone that is upfront about being fucked up is always normal. And anyone, Bill Cosby 101, anyone that pretends to be fine. Those are the people you have to fucking worry about. Who's the last person to feel the wrath and how far did you take it? That's what I want to know. Thank you for making me a good interviewer. Oh, um, last person to feel the wrath. Uh, it's, it's always like people closest to me, which mm-hmm. is like horrible. Yeah. Like, probably honestly like my mom. But she's like, she's a good one because she That's like, she's normal. like, it wasn't normal to be mad at your mom. But it wasn't mad. It, it was, was like something worse. Apoplectic. Furious. Like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I also, here's another thing. There's lots of, sorry to go into this. Um, there's a lot of chemicals that we are drinking, eating, and applying to our face that's making us nuts. I'm literally drinking something probably radioactive. It's called, it, you're drinking gasoline. Is this the Josh Richard? Why does every- Wait, are, inf- you like, are you one of those who like, like cares about what you put in your body? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Be honest. Like I've been eating Bulldog ramen every day. What? 
exactly for you to not even know what that is I'm like we do not really I don't know what that is because <gasps> you might just be chock full of like microplastics for sure. like all my, kinds of like you okay you, not you calling my borderline personality <laughs> disorder a hoax but you believing in microplastics as someone that has two tits full of silicone I'm like you're full of plastic oh my god I'm you need to tell me about that I think I need to re-up on something okay let's discuss but also I think a lot of women the amount of chemicals we put my guilty as charged between like hairspray and makeup and all the shit because our our skin is a living breathing organ with holes goes straight into our bloodstream we are toxifying I just really want to people to stop saying women are crazy and say women are poisoned because I think we are poisoning ourselves with the amount of chemicals that we put on our bodies I know but I, I'm not gonna stop and it might just be making us insane that could be, but is it just going to get worse? And can I ask you another thing? So I guess I'm you just can, like a toxic man. I'm like, so is it PMS? Like, that is it ever menstrual? Because I was on birth control forever. And I was always like, PMS is just like men trying to gaslight women and like blame us for like our real feelings and minimize us and dismiss us. And then I started having my period again for real. And I was like, oh, this is real as fuck no yeah it was I'm pretty it is definitely like it has a little bit of a cycle to it mm -hmm. but there's no like direct correlation like it could it could really happen at any time and anyone could be a victim because I have period amnesia where like every you month forgot what happened I, for what you did inside I forget well, no, I, I forget every month that I have my period I don't know if it's because I had was on birth control for so long and didn't have it but I'll be like oh, I have a really bad headache and like ah oh, everybody's pissing me off and, you need oh, to track it do you track the guy it? I'm dating needs to unfollow everyone he's following do you think I'm gonna give my period information to the government okay you're scaring me you're scaring me yes, now with I this really one. Yes, I really want the, fuck, the Republican Supreme Court to know that I'm fertile. I'm going to be honest, and this is going to get political here what? for a I'm second. I'm forcing you to watch it, Handmaid's it's Tale. It's the same way I feel about like the people who are like, or like my dad when he's like, you shouldn't have TikTok. Like they're going to they're gonna go through your phone. I'm like, what am I worried about them finding? I don't give a fuck if they know when my period is. <laughs> I, it's more like I feel like. I'm not taking on new apps at the moment. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I think it's You're maxed out at fucking Temple Run. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know. I just deleted Strava, the hiking app that was charging me $30 a month. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm just like, like an app hoarder, and I just can't take on another page or another folder or another password. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I listen. If you're ever open to it, <laughs> I dabble in period tracking, and it's birth control, first of all. Okay. That's how you do it. And it's like, it, it's another excuse for me to be like, well, my period's about to come. That's why I hit you. So You'll you never have know. like rage that comes up. It's not rage. It's not rage. It's more like um, personal. It's like either self-harm behaviors or like such extreme like depression that I'm like, I'm gonna mm -hmm. jump. Yeah. Do you talk to a therapist? Yeah. Also, yeah, no, I don't. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait I lied to you I don't know why well I, that means you probably have I have and I had a really I have you're had like a really, wait do we have a better help sponsorship hold on do I have I've had therapy? a really <laughs> no but I need one um I've had a really bad experiences with therapy I've had like I finally found like the best therapist ever and then she literally broke up with me so what yeah how, why because the, oh how cute are these tiny blankets <laughs> You do love many things. <laughs> that's a coaster. Can I take this for my cousin? Yes, that's... <laughs> wait, this little one? Oh, my God. That's, yes. a, that's an area rug. You want to take this for your midget cousin to be able to fly on his little magic carpet? Because <laughs> they can't drive real cars. I had a therapist. She couldn't practice in my state or in California anymore because of, like, COVID something. 
Okay. So she broke zoom? up with me and I was like, what am I going to do? Tell someone this whole story again? Because I had this whole like major episode. That's that's important to note. The reason that I'm sure that this is a personality disorder and not a quirk. Okay. Is because of an episode, like a year long episode that I just recently had, like literally last week. Okay. It was like a breakup that like actually sent me to the moon and it was like really a bad, bad time. Okay. That's like a bad breakup. It was like the worst, bro- but also like there were. Was all- this the were- Matt Rife thing? No, it was not the Matt oh, Rife thing. Oh, okay, sorry. It was before that, and it was like I had a boyfriend who like faked the death of his entire family and also pretended to be Australian and Seems lied like about. You guys have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, so it's fine if You're like, I like. He was better at lying than me. <laughs> no, he was really bad at it. But it was like I was in a relationship with like an imaginary person. So then when it was over, I was like, it was an episode that like you've never seen before. So you got like catfished. I got Tinder swindled and a Delvied like catfished so bad. And it was like so traumatized. I was living with the man and he like wasn't Australian. It was like really crazy. You didn't notice it as he didn't have an accent? I, I am not very observant personally. Wait, he told you he was Australian, but he didn't have an Australian accent. He had a bad one. <laughs> So he was like, "Good morning, Hello, matey." <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, and that's British, and that's exactly what it sounded like, and that's why I should have been concerned. Wait, this person. More, more importantly, he had his mom, dad, brother had all died, and we mourned them every day, all day. That was what everything was about. And then I, Crikey, out- <laughs> my whole family died. <laughs> that was exactly it. And then they were live in Brunei. Which where's Brunei? And it was like a whole thing. Doesn't matter. Everyone like knows the story. It was like a whole thing, but not everyone. Not everyone. No. Well, like I just like talk about it too much to where it's like, are you okay? Like, am I so stupid? Yes, but like, but also I would rather be the person that gets my heart broken or is stupid than the one that is always assuming everybody's lying and goes through life being cynical. Yeah, I'm very blindly trusting. Like even after that, I'm like, eh, how did you find out? I. Well, he was so he was a singer, and all of his like music and stuff was like about his dead family. That's like not dead, and he's. This he's, feels like more of a SoundCloud thing. No, he was like he. he um, you've probably heard like he had one like really huge song, and uh-huh. like that was like the whole thing. But uh-huh. about his dead mom, whatever. Um, if it's not Sinead O'Connor, I'm not. It's listening. not. It was like a lot of people's like wedding song. It was like just one big song. Didn't matter. But I was like a fan of his. Okay. And I like connect. Like honestly, he was horrible. But like the first time I met him, I was like, God, this man's been through so, so much. He yep. lost his mom, dad, brother in one year, and he's still just like on tour. He's so amazing. He's so like sweet and nice. And he was like, he was just amazing. This is what I'm obsessed with. When people lie, here's what I like about you and me: is that when we lie, <laughs> it actually could be true. But when someone's like, all these people died in one year, yeah. you're like, if you're going to lie about this, at least make it a little less More extreme. believable. That's why when it was over, I was like, I can't even tell anybody but this. Also, you don't know how way, long I sat on the lie. But this is the other thing, which is that they call it the big lie of if you're going to lie about something, make it so extreme. That it, you couldn't have possibly made it up. You couldn't have made it up. And like, he would never get away with this. It, so why would that, he tell the lie? That was like a major element of it. It's like, it was like, why would, first of all, how would people not find out? But that I totally. mean, he wasn't good enough at it. He did not cover all his tracks. And he went on the Zach. Do you know Zach Sang? Uh-uh. Good. Um, he went on the Zach Sang show. And he was, like, doing this interview. He's talking about how he went to his mom's funeral on Zoom and, like, all this stuff. He's, like, being asked about it because they were good friends. And all the comments were, like, hey, funny story. I grew up with him. He grew up in Brunei. I know his mom. I saw her last week. Like, so I looked into it. I went on her Facebook 
Um, I'm Googling Brunei. And she obviously had not, she hadn't posted since before she was supposed to have died. And so I was like, okay, checks out. She might be dead. Thank God. No offense. And I went to every single one of her Facebook friends and looked at every single one of their posts from the time that she was supposed to have died to the present to see if she had liked them. And she was like actively liking Instagram or uh, it was Facebook, Facebook posts. So I knew she was kicking. You know what else is wild about this? It's like when you bust someone for cheating, but you've gone through their phone. It's like you lose all credibility. Yeah, exactly. You're like, so why are you texting this girl? It's like, well, why did you look through my phone? And you're like, fuck now like we both did something bad but it's also well that's the thing it was like it also accusing somebody of faking the death of i know it's a hundred percent but you're like i looked through every single photo on every single one of your mom's friends and all of them were liked for the past like seven years and it's like well now i'm the crazy one you're the one that faked these deaths no well that was exactly it so the first time i brought it to him he was literally like are you fucking crazy? I can't believe that you would ever say something like that to me. That's the most horrible thing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm fucking, I'm the worst person alive. And she is perfectly fine. Thank that you is much. gaslighting for real. That's not fake Instagram jargon. so bad, but jargon. Like, there was so much more to it than that. Like, obviously he was an Australian. He had like, he, he lied about everything. Like literally everything. But I was like living with this man. So I, I literally felt like my boyfriend died and I like reacted accordingly. Like I, my boyfriend was dead and- why don't you just pretend he's dead? Oh, he is. He, no, he he he's dead. He's gone. Rip. I mean, that's a personality disorder. You see, see, he, personality disorder is real. His is and a narcissist is surreal. Well, that's a personality. That's I mean, delusions of grandeur, parasitic narcissism. Like that's sociopathy. I mean, that's like a sociopath. Like I, I, I'm not a doctor. The craziest thing. But that's a personality disorder. That's not what you have. And well. Like it's also you're like, allowed to be torn up about that because something like that it not only is like oh I wasted a year of my life I feel stupid I'm a fool I was lied to this person doesn't respect me that that was all fake but it's also like something like that shatters your faith in humanity like, literally like how could a person possibly be that like horrible? people like this exist yeah and like well with my imaginary personality disorder you're supposed to you're supposed to be I'm not telling you <laughs> don't have one I'm just saying I just think that like no, you're I'm hard kidding. on yourself well. It's like when somebody like wants to leave, it's like the you literally go insane. And so same thing, like whether it's like family or whatever, if it feels like someone's leaving, it's like I become something like really scary. It's not an abandonment thing. I think it's probably an abandonment thing. It's my like th- fear of abandonment. My therapist like, always says adults can't be abandoned. They have cars. Oh, so some adults s- can't drive. She can't drive. <laughs> Tana can't drive. <laughs> she cannot drive. That tracks. Which, by the way, I'm obsessed with your fans. Your fans will come up to me now that I've done your show. Stop. And they're, by the way, always the best human beings. Oh, they really are. They're like, especially because they all obviously originated as just like hardcore Tana fans. And uh-huh. they are like so devoted. Like You, you know what your crazy. fans feel like to me? They feel like Coachella bitches that just got their shit together. Exactly right. We're growing because be, we're growing together because we were Coachella bitches and we're starting to get our like shit I'll together. see they'll be in like a like a blazer with like a tube top underneath. 
hundred like percent. It still, tits out, but like <laughs> the Pensacola is still loafer. showing a little yeah. bit. Do you know what I mean? The Lake Havasu is still in there, mm-hmm. but like they're like got their shit. And they'll together. never fully go away. Yeah. If they did, they would no longer be fans of us. Yeah, they're like wearing a cardigan for work, but like a choker, like a super sexual choker. From like just like yeah, okay. I love them, and they're so, you can just spot them from a mile. Like they're such a specific genre of person, and I love them. They always come up. They're so sweet, and the common denominator is always, "Oh my God, loved you on the Cancel Podcast." Is Tana okay? Oh. So she's like, how's she doing? Really good question. I get that a lot too, honestly. It's, <laughs> it's like, like always I in my DMs. great. Sometimes I'll get DMs and it's like, girl, like you better stop her right now. And I'm like, I have to go out and go and see what she's doing. But she's sober right now. So she's. She's the fine. most fine person I've ever met. Ran- Never been less randomly, worried about someone. She's like the most like, obvi- I mean, I guess besides the like, well, don't say that. She doesn't have like any anxiety. She just she's pretty like sane and she's pretty like she does have it together. Here's the thing. Blondes can get away with fucking murder. Yeah, okay? see, she can light someone's house on fire. And no one's going to say anything. Everyone's but when I do like, it, it's oh, a problem. God, you poor thing. You poor silly goose. We brunettes are held to a completely different standard. If we behave like that, we would get checked into rehab. It's like, no, what do you mean? She's like having fun. Like, blondes have she, more fun. She shouldn't be um, completely barred from rehab because it could be. <laughs> <laughs> blondes can get away with fucking anything. They can like hit the bouncer and everyone's gonna be like, oh, you really? Sweet thing. I feel like I've had. Have you ever been blonde? Yes, I was blonde. And I was, by the way, when I was blonde. I learned what it's like to move through the world as a blonde. It is completely different. Okay. When you're a blonde, baristas draw hearts on your cup. I have had the exact opposite experience. What? Dude, I went on a plane blonde once and the pilots invited me to tour the cockpit. I was like, Honestly, what? no, that's pretty privileged. That could happen at any point. I, I don't know. When I was blonde, things were completely different, dude. Like the I, barista well, was like whipped cream on your coffee, right? I was like, what? No. I had like the exact opposite, but I like when I was blonde, like no one cared for me at all. And the second I went brunette, all of a sudden people like liked Well, me. it's tricky because our personalities, if you're blonde, everybody thinks you're a bitch. And if you're brunette, everyone's like, she's so sweet. I do think we, I can get a, like, I feel like we can get away with a little bit more like uh-huh. what we can say and stuff because it's like people aren't assuming the worst of us people assume the worst i think of a blonde i feel like blondes are get a pass like when they behave in a way that's nefarious Mm. people like think that they're dumb so it must have been an accident nefarious (laughs) (laughs) yes you lost me like like sneaky oh you know what i mean and i still yeah like it's it's like expected kind of of them there's such a stereotype that blondes are dumb like still but i think it's more that blondes get coddled at such an early age my theory is that because i have an older sister who is blonde and like we would go to the beach or somewhere i mean the first 45 minutes of any day is just covering them in sunscreen meanwhile we have the basic same skin tone i'm brunette and i'm just like i'm literally a ginger pretty much yeah like i'm drowning in the deep end like just getting burned to death where it's like i think it's because so early you have to put so much sunscreen on them i mean pat you have a blonde in the it's brunette. the chemicals in their skin maybe they're meeting in the middle you know what i mean oh really and when someone's blonde i guess you just also have this idea you have to coddle them as kids because they're gonna get like taken or something because like yeah people na- steal blondes like be- french bulldogs okay <laughs> it's 100 true nancy grace every missing girl is a blonde Plenty of brunettes. That's plenty true. Plenty of You've black never, girls. No one's are stealing the brunette, and no one gives a shit. Yeah, or that's just like not. Car- I mean, there is literally a TV show called Nancy Grace that is just about we need to find this blonde toddler. Okay, 
in Aruba. They're still I talking guess if about I were going to steal Holloway. one, I would steal a blonde. What's sure. that? If I were going to snatch one up, I would take a blonde, I think. <laughs> okay, They're Hitler. harder to come by. I know. Like, oh. There's also, I feel like, an arrogance with blondes that, of like knowing that Hitler wouldn't have killed you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they just feel safe and secure always. Yeah, at all times. Like, blondes are so wild to me. Like, they will come to your house and ask for things that, like, no one's had in their... They'll just be like, do you have any butterscotch? I'm like... <laughs> What are you fucking Alice in Wonderland? Because why would anyone say no to her? Yeah, that's it. Like, I'm like, how many people were trying to molest you when you were a kid? How much candy have the you most. been offered that you have a that you have a taste for butterscotch? See, I almost like didn't get offered candy enough to where I'm like, I'm walking down the street totally. waiting for somebody yeah. to snatch me. Totally. They're like, do you have any crumpets? I'm like, huh? <laughs> Who is a crumpet? They're all like a Disney princess, I feel like. Mm. Well, I don't miss being blonde, honestly. But I think I had, I also was just like uglier when I was blonde. So like maybe I just. It's not a good look for me. People think that I'm like a, like a ice villain. It was bad. I looked like I, way older. Like, I mean, I also had yeah, some work done. I, I don't feel like you don't have a lot like, of work, but like. You don't look like you've had work done. Well, thank you. I just told you before we started, I had that guy come up to me and he was like, I'm so happy you're not filled up like all these LA girls. I was like. Um, you have a bad eye. No offense. <laughs> no, I think that's the whole thing with any kind of, and by the way, getting injections, I don't consider plastic surgery. It really isn't. Right? I have, have I had plastic? Oh, I had lipo. I had arm lipo. What? I, I, I used to be like bigger. When? But I also just like, I had it when, like probably four years ago, three years ago. Okay. And then I got like arm, um, like to get rid of like that. It was like, I had just was not, I'll show you a photo and you'll, you'll be like, wait, what? Like it was so unproportionate because I've just been like top heavy always. And there's no such thing as arms that are too big, but like they, mine were too big. Let's not do this. Lizzo, I do know. whatever the fuck you want. No, fuck, I'm gonna fuck do, Lizzo. I'm going to do, do whatever the fuck I want. And if I want to be insecure because of what I I took came my arms from, off. Huh? <laughs> I got rid of half my arms and I'm not ashamed of it. And I, I will say it. I but don't it's care. Like, also, it's like people are like, you're body shaming. I'm like, if I'm body shaming myself, you're insecure person shaming. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed. Why are you? Yeah. What about my problems? Yeah. Why are you allowed to bully me if I have body dysmorphia? Yeah. I, I feel like I don't have body dysmorphia. Well, I think I was just right. I think I was. <laughs> That's a problem. I'm not seeing it bigger than it is. I'm seeing, I'm seeing what everyone else is seeing, and I'm not liking it. Okay, so but I took care of business. Okay, and then did it? It was it as like crazy recovery? I had no. I I'll show you. I have like little holes, like they. I did like tiny They're little. Tiny. I don't know if you would even be able to see them, but like little tiny holes, and they melted it, and then they sucked it out. And I was awake, and they asked me what I wanted to listen to, and I got to put on like a little playlist. You were awake. I was awake. It was so cool. But you take a Zanny bar on a plane, but not during surgery? Well, I was like, I was sedated, but I was awake enough mm -hmm. to where I could say I want Olivia Rodrigo playing. But do you, what, do you have insecurity about your boobs? Well, I used to have really, really, really big boobs. Really? Huge. What? But I was like 40 pounds heavier. So now I have, I could tie them in a knot and throw them over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a hard, it's like literally an identity crisis I'm having because I'm not unhappy with my body, but I remember having these huge, big, fat knockers that were like, I literally, I, that was a part of me. And now they just not. shrunk. Yeah. They're just gone, like literally empty little sacks. I don't believe you. I, I will prove it. It is crazy. And do you want to get them done? I don't know. Cause like. I've, I've like I've only been this weight for like 30 minutes so oh, really? I, I'm afraid if smaller. I got them done and I always my whole life I wanted a breast reduction so I can't imagine getting my boobs done and then maybe like 
gaining weight and then being like, what the fuck? Do you actively diet? Or you look like you're just naturally no, tiny. No, I have like a, when I was talking about like the, what I'll do when I am really emotional and just like, I can't eat. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, I don't, it's not like, oh, I want to get skinnier. It's like, yeah, I yeah. cannot fucking Yeah. Eat. When you're stressed out, your, st- your stomach produces like acid that makes it just like. Yeah. So no boobs for me, but. I'm like riveted by you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like. Riveted consumption. You're right. Stop it. You're just I love riveting. your vocabulary. You're riveting because like very simple questions you have very surprising answers to. Well, like thank I, you. I'm on the edge of my seat. Thank you. I can't tell if that's good or bad. It's great. Oh, yay. It's great. It's great because I think, well, I'm riveted by someone who's just relentlessly authentic and isn't fake. And even when you lie and then go, I just lied, that's authentic. Maybe I have autism. You know Do you what? believe in autism? That I... <laughs> yes, I believe it's caused by vaccines. <laughs> Wait, so I'm confused. How do you believe in autism and not... No, I do believe oh. in autism. I mean, I was diagnosed as autistic when I was a kid, but oh, I beat it. Well, also, oh, you, be- well, you I slayed just, autism. Here's, <laughs> here's the... Okay, here's my thing with all of these diagnoses is number one, I feel like when you're diagnosing a child, it's tricky because number one, the... And this is not a scientist, not a doctor, just someone that has been on the opposite side of a lot of these sort of people. Like childhood trauma and the personality, whatever, defects, changes that happen from childhood trauma often look the exact same as autistic children's like yeah, behaviors. Yeah, so how do you differentiate? Yeah, so I do like equine therapy with horses. A lot, a lot of times. Autistic. Maybe that's what I need. Honestly, that's going to be a bonding time. Honestly, we need to do, yeah, equine therapy. We'll figure out what's going on. But um a lot of times you see these kids that are quote unquote nonverbal, right? And then they get around horses where no one, horses expect nothing from you, prey animals, they're not results oriented. They value serenity because there's so many parents who are like putting pressure on their kids all the time Mm -hmm. to be perfect, to act a certain way. Or their parents are abusing them in some way or there's some kind of abuse in the house and the parents are turning a blind eye or they don't know anything about it. I don't know, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you get an quote autistic child around a horse and they're talking and they're engaging and they're making eye contact and they're a different. And the parent was the problem. The parent was the problem or there's some kind of childhood trauma going on. There's some. So when a child. So I was yeah. nonverbal around authority figures because I was For scared. How, how old were you? Uh, I was like, I mean, I was just nonverbal until and had really hard time making eye contact. I feel like no one would believe you if they. That you- I was nonverbal. <laughs> Respectfully, I think you're making up for lost time. But now it goes the other way. And then I have so little, like I wasn't socialized essentially. The same way if you don't socialize a dog, it's like awkward around other dogs. So for me, it took me, I had to like practice making eye contact. I used to look here the way that I'm looking right now. I used to look and guys would always think I was looking at their hairline and it was like whole thing. So I had a hard time. I am looking at your hairline. I had to, (laughs) how can you not? It's halfway down my face. (laughs) Also, I had a really hard time making eye contact. I had to learn how to make it. I didn't even know how to do it. I thought you just looked in between. I don't I'm finding out right now that I don't know how to do it because now I'm getting nervous am I are we doing it Uh, like how does eye contact even work does it go one does my right eye go to your right eye and my left eye to your left eye (laughs) I (laughs) I don't think so I think it's two eyes go to one eye yeah but I don't know I'm like I'm looking at the horse behind you seriously (laughs) you're like I'm completely disassociating so I think I didn't get a lot of eye contact when I was being breastfed that it's very common in alcoholic homes I was also were you an alcoholic home I grew up in alcoholic home yes ma'am okay me too well not really I had a crack head but it's like similar your mom did crack well not crack she did meth but why is it that if you're an alcoholic it's like you're an alcoholic if you did crack you're just a crackhead 
Like you're I not think, a wine head or a beer head. I don't know. I well, because meth head sounds like really extreme. And I think like I feel like a meth I head don't right think, now. Isn't Adderall meth? Yeah, I for sure dabbled in meth a little. I was buying street Adderall for a second because I couldn't get my regular, and it was not quite right. Let me tell you. <laughs> but I was productive as fuck. Is in that, fact, I might go back. Yeah, is the, yeah. He went to prison. Wait, wait who the person? The guy who was selling you? it to me, seriously. Um. Okay, so your mom did meth. When? My whole life. Okay. Still? Yeah. Well, well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. We don't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of the don't ask, don't tell policy situation going Can you on. you tell the difference in her demeanor? Well, she, so when I was a kid, it was meth. And then she was heroin when I, because I went to my grandparents. Got it, got it, got and it. And then she was heroin. Heroin's not like as, I feel like you can't tell as much. Well, there's also like methadone. People do like methadone where you like. Sure, there's clinics like. In I think Portland now and stuff. So I just like, make up all these things in my head where I'm like, oh well, maybe she. I don't like. I really don't know. I don't know and I don't ask her because I don't care. Well, okay. I care, but I I don't want to know. Okay, so yeah, don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to. I'm very fascinated. I'm starting to realize maybe part of the reason we connect so strongly is we were both sent to live with other family members. Were you? Where'd this you is, go? This is a weird like like not subculture, but it's a weird sect of people who didn't spend most of their childhood with their actual parents. So after my parents got divorced, there was a lot of turmoil going on. Like we were like living on the, like ran away from home, but I lived with my aunt and uncle Mm -hmm. for like most of my, like from like mm, 10 to 15. Oh yeah. See, that's what I was, I was 10 to forever with my grandparents. That's fascinating because I feel like it's hard to have an identity when you are raised in such an unconventional way. Like you were the person that was like dropped off at school by like your grandma. Yeah. It was strange, but it's also like, I almost have like these two completely different because I had such an unhealthy life there. And then like with my grandparents, I had the like best. They were so amazing. So attentive. So like they were perfect. That is a form of trauma. So well, that well, <laughs> then the rest of life is going to well, be but, real well, downhill. But then my grandma forgets me. She literally got dementia and like forgot me. So like oh. there was a whole, I had like two separate. So they think that's where like some of the confusion comes from. Cause I'm like, I identify as this, I, I was a math child, but I was also like a child of a sweet angel grandma. So you're all, but that's so fascinating. Okay. So my version of that is that I grew up at first in Washington DC, which is super cosmopolitan, super like politics place. Like, yeah. And then super international. And then I went back and forth to a place called Roanoke, Virginia, which is super rural and country. So mm-hmm. I went back and forth from being like super country girl to super cosmopolitan, like city. Girl. Yeah. And very different vibes. And so as I move through life, I don't make up my mind on anything. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I literally have two one day people I'm a, inside of me. One day I'm a liberal. One day I'm conservative. One day I'm Democrat. One day I'm a Republican. Da, 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 and I totally, anti-vaxxer. A hundred percent. Totally. On one hand, I believe I'm autistic. On the other hand, I do not believe in autism. <laughs> and vaccines cause autism. Yes, like I vacillate back and forth between kind of identities because I can I can identify with both sides. I think so too. Like, yeah, that's hard. And it's I, I almost like sometimes agree with whatever's in front of me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like that's the half, the, the, half side. the problem. That's yeah. the like, let me just minimize any kind of tension. Right. How That's weird. So I, int- didn't, I can't believe I didn't know that about you. I feel like I watch everything of yours. It's such I a, also read your book. That's so funny. I, I've actually kind of kept it a secret for a long time, not because I was like going my, out of my way. Didn't something happen right when it came out, your book? The Vegas shooting oh, came yeah, out the it. day of. So when came out was crazy. It came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, like I thought you meant the shooting. Oh, the came shooting out. did. The shooting <laughs> was released the day of. So it was like when you're writing a book, you spend so much time, you put so much time and effort yeah, into and it. Like came. I really treated the book that I wrote like a journal, like like 
oh my God, nobody, nobody should see this. I want it to be like a giant shame release. I talked about my eating disorders, the breast implant stuff, uh, migraine stuff, love addiction stuff, like the most embarrassing things I wanted to put out. And like as a way for me to release shame, but also as a way for other people to see like the way yeah. that we're talking right now, this is like the only, you're only as sick as the secrets you keep, right? Yeah. So it was like, to me as much like in 12 step programs or something called a fourth step where you basically admit all the most embarrassing things you've ever done. And that's how you combat shame. And shame is the engine for addictive behaviors. Blah, blah, blah. So you spend so much time and energy in promoting it. I'm like about to go on the Today Show. I mean, like hair and makeup. And they're like, the Vegas shooting just happened. Right. 50 people were shot. Like, obviously, you know, this is, and I'm, I am the real victim in that shooting, let's be honest. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, like I know what you're saying. Like, obviously, there's just, what are you going to do? It, what, nothing. Situation? You're going to do nothing and whatever. Like, I have to just look at it as like, if it was like the biggest thing ever, that probably would have been too embarrassing or maybe like an author. And I don't really want to be a book author. But I just want to write that. You wrote, did you write about the alcoholic parents in the book? <laughs> I read it on a plane and you know I'm on a plane. I love you. I'm so you're on a Zanny bar. On a bar. I think my parents were still alive at the time and there's a lot of stuff I didn't release because I just didn't want to deal with the... I'm, I deal with that a lot. The, a lot of what I... Like, I don't say a lot because I know that my mom sees everything and it's like she's ashamed of it. How can you not be? And then I feel like the asshole who's like talking about it. But I'm like, you're the one that you know drove me I know, drunk well, to school I, she'll say the same thing like well she'll get upset with me over it and it, like it's funny because it's like wait how you are mad at me for talking about what happened to me like your literally choices. what happened to me these were but your choices like yeah it is the whole I get it in a, in a sense because she just like it's I mean she of course she didn't choose it she's like ashamed of it and stuff but it is like part like I literally talk about my life as a job you can't get mad at me for like telling what happened yeah and also like go take some math you'll feel better <laughs> literally is that the whole i point? have a plug like is that, is that the whole <laughs> no, point he, of being on math i think it's tricky well we can cut some out if you want no 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 she like it's a it's i say a i say a lot more than i've said now but yeah but i do think that like when you're raised in like two different realities it's really easy to go back and forth to other realities and i do think that like a big part of your fantasy intrigue stuff the what did you call it the uh with the the l word limerence limerence that a lot of times when you're growing up in an alcoholic home, chaotic home, as children, like our first drug to, is to check out and to be into fantasy before you have like drugs. It alcohol, is because you imagine this like dream life. There's a whole I've seen so many videos videos on it. I try not to like paraphrase them because I always ruin it. But like it is like I I completely understand where it comes from. But like you're saying, I and I have these two completely polar opposite like realities totally and like when you um put people on a pedestal and like fantasize about like marrying this person that you haven't known that long or like these parasocial relationships a lot of people are in a lot of times that is a coping mechanism that we got honestly from growing up in a chaotic environment and like fantasizing for something better and looking forward to right. you know something else it's and like need, needing approval for from somebody who's not going to give it to you or like totally. can't show up for you and ne like literally never will totally and that's like your comfort zone you know and it's also like it, it's yeah and you're you're literally used to the feeling when so you're you a kid, it. you call it daydreaming. And when you're an adult fantasizing about a guy, you call it obsession or like stalking. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on. I'm like obsessed with you. I could talk to you forever. Thank you. I'm like, I literally, you don't understand. I was so excited to come on like, I've literally been thinking about it for a year and you already know about that. This makes me so happy because we've been trying to do this a couple of times and I was going to come on y'all's podcast last week and confront. And you literally canceled on us, pulled a full Tana. I, I really, did. honestly, I never. Give her a taste of her own medicine. I never cancel on anything. It was 
pouring and my house turned into a rainforest cafe. But also I was like canceling on Tana. Like this can't be. It's not frowned upon even in the slightest. Okay, I I was was, I missed you. But I wanted to come on and call her out for basically leaking a screen. She faced. Okay. Tana FaceTimes me on Saturday night at like 11 p.m. So I'm like, something must be wrong. Something must be wrong. She got roofied. Something's always wrong with Tana on a Saturday (laughs) at 11. (laughs) Like she probably got roofied at some club. She got paid to be in an appearance at. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so she FaceTimes me and she's just like hanging out at home, like smoking some weed. I had just had a child and I was getting in the shower. I was getting, what's that? A whole whole fucking child. And I'm getting in the shower and I'm like topless FaceTime. Oh, didn't she like post your nipple on, on her Instagram story? She posted my milky pendulous ass breath oh you poor thing your tits are huge (laughs) they look like the map of the new york subway they're like covered in blue veins because i'm breastfeeding that is the veinier the better (laughs) hello so we're she takes a screen grab and i see her take a screen grab you know it says like the person is screen grab but i'm like oh whatever like it's not like she's a famous youtuber who's famous for airing her dirty laundry and having no boundaries and posting tits online (laughs) doesn't matter whose they are and i was like whatever and then i I'm like getting in the shower and talking to her. And I don't know. I just like trust Tana so much. I don't know why I really shouldn't. And then um, I like it didn't even occur to me. didn't even think about it. And then then I had not announced that my baby was born yet for a litany of reasons. I know. This is, I don't even, I hate where this is going the next so much. day I wake up, I have like 400 text messages, like, congratulations, the baby. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then I start getting like page six, TMZ, just Jared. She it, probably sold it. It is the full screen grab and then it's her screen grab. So I'm giant in the frame instead of, you know, you like see yourself as the little square in the bottom corner, but I'm the giant square to her. It's my giant tits and being like, congrats or whatever it was. Whitney had her baby. She didn't know. I like she had no idea. It was but like hilarious. So then, Not hilarious. So then very quickly I was like, OK, I just have to post something so that whatever it like changes the narrative online. So then I post it and it's like USA Today, Wall Street Journal, like it's I'm like we get such the, different the, kinds of press. You really hit two different audiences. Like you're welcome. That was like a major PR move on behalf of Tana Mojo. It's like Yahoo News. Like she gets like TMZ, just Jared. I get Yahoo and like if I Google my name, it's literally like the, it's the craziest websites. I'm like, what is going on? But, All because I'm affiliated. But I just I just can't. I just love her. You, you know what? what is it? It's just there's something about you. There's you can't, can't really do it. You, you can't make me hate her. I can't. There's nothing. But you know what? Because I think that she is so she makes me learn a lot about myself because I go like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And I can't do this. And people won't like me. And she just does it. And I still like her. And I'm like, oh, it's OK to be imperfect. It's OK to like make I'm learning, mistakes. Well, you were saying like, or you're only as what as the secrets you keep. You're only as sick as the secrets you keep. That's how I'm starting to feel like she's teaching me that. It's like if you say it and you put it out mm-hmm. in the world, no one can shame you for like literally. I'm, totally. so I'm starting to just say too much. Again, the people that seem perfect on the job, those are the people that I wouldn't trust. And I never want to be afraid of like something coming out about me or like something people don't know. I'm like, yeah. I've said it. Yeah. If, if it happened, I've said it. Yeah. And then or also in about terms it. of talking about other people's stuff, it gets tricky because you're just like, oh, that's that's hard. Yeah. Because- it's hard because it's also like, I don't know. It's like you guys have this business where I'm like, if I if if Tana calls me and takes a screen grab, like I know who she is. I know what she does. Like, that's on me. You know what I mean? Kind of. No. Oh. Well, c- 
That, Should I be mad at simple her? Mistake, <laughs> honestly, it's a simple mistake. I understand how it could have happened. Yeah. I mean, I saw her smoking weed. I saw her pouring a drink and drinking it. And I'm like, yeah, it's Crack a Xanax in half. She's not going to post it yet. <laughs> well, because in my head, I'm like, we're real friends. Like, I don't, but it's also at the same time, like, that's um, all. I just don't want to be the asshole. Took the edge off. You didn't have to really think that hard about your baby announcement. I, you know what? It actually was kind of helpful because I was weirdly paralyzed and I didn't want to post about it because I felt like I was being some narcissist that was like, look at man, I bet. That's I just, how I feel about birthdays. I'm like, I don't want to have I, that. Totally. Like, I didn't know how to post about it and she just like forced me to do it, which I kind of needed to do. And I was like, I, I, love I actually it. have a lot to learn from this bitch. She does, just generally speaking, she kind of pushes me into the water in a lot of ways. But isn't she also just kind of like a genius at this shit? She's, because brilliant here's the other thing because it's like don't to get successful in like podcasting and on youtube don't you like have to just start beefs whether they're real or not mm-hmm. i like She's don't know literally i was like so traumatized like i had a recent scandal and it was like i was the matt rife one yes and i i literally after i had said all that i literally was like what the fuck did i do it was not that big of a deal like it was like such a huge thing for me and she's yeah. like brooke don't be fucking stupid and that now is I'm like, my, whatever. Okay, but I'm trying to be a better business person with the podcast. She's do, so good about like. Do I need to start a beef? A what should we? Let's start a beef yeah. right now. Lily Wait. Singh. Fuck you. You can hit me. Huh? I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to hit you. Wait, you should hit my, a little person. My, <laughs> that will no, get them. Then I throw out my back. Um oh, right. <laughs> like who? Like James Charles. Your makeup is got chemicals in it no one's gonna they're gonna praise you for that one honestly. oh really fuck uh yeah logan paul bad I, hairline i kind of i kind of like logan I love paul, logan paul. I, I, just, I, love, I shamelessly love I i'm, a, I'm a, a what what do they call it a like i don't know low gang yeah low gang is that what it's We're called Logang. i like logan paul i can't help it but I'm he's sure. another one who's really smart he's like a good example of a tana type where he they're knows so what he's good doing. Yeah. and if you're the kind of person it's that's deliberate. taking it seriously you are just playing yourself you know what i mean it's like we all know what we're doing here yeah the people who get mad and like write articles about tana i'm like that's literally what, what she, she like haha she made you do God, it because i like want everybody to like me all the time and then when she does things that ostensibly aren't likable that makes people like her more do you know what i mean it's like right. she's like fucking crack the system who else who's Matt Rife, you have AIDS. That's a good one. <laughs> um, oh, but I've, I, poor guy. He's probably like literally going to get a restraining order on me. Yeah, I know a little bit about it, but not a lot about it. Doesn't it wasn't it literally wasn't even that serious? And now I'm like, oh. I do feel like there's a lot of like scandals that happen that are just the perfect confluence of like someone's getting famous and in trouble, and then you happen to. Have, it was just it felt like a perfect storm. Yeah, it was like yeah. I was, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Star. He ate his yaks. He huh? got yaks. He got pet yaks, and he posted all about him. And then he ate them. I don't think you're supposed to eat yaks. Were they yaks? Is that? <laughs> yams? I mean, I don't know. That's a tricky one. You wouldn't eat your because when you, yeah, but when you grow grow your own food, you're actually saving more animals in a weird way. Did he eat every he part of the He didn't grow the yaks. Did he he eat bought it? them. <laughs> Did he eat every part of the animal? I don't, I'm not sure. He doesn't look like he eats fucking anything except uh, meth. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying. Um, who's like, Cody Ko? Just had a baby. You guys the, have matching babies. I don't know who you are. He's on it. You would love him. Yeah, no, I've met him a couple times. Oh, still couldn't fuck tell him. You. Is he, he's, because he's friends with Tim Dillon and I've met him a couple times, but I still can't put a face to it. Ugh, I love Tim Dillon, but I just... You're like, not I, memorable. He, yeah, he's... <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I don't know how to start beef with people. You know what I need to do? 
I need to have on Trisha Paytas. It would be the most amazing thing in the world. Don't you think? Because she, she kind of came for he, me about something. And I know I, she, but she, did you see? She tried to. She said, "Sorry, Whitney Cummings." She did recently. Mm, I don't know if I made it up or not, but if she, okay, I no, think she, she means well. Or she said she accidentally started one-sided beef with you. That happened. What happened? She. I think I have to tell you off camera. Oh, okay, perfect. I think you would have. She would be an amazing guest, and I think it would be. Um, she's she's doing all sorts of reparations. Yeah, like and I yeah. I just like her. like I just like her. Funny, she is another example. She's so deliberate, so smart, uh-huh. and everything she does, she's thought about. That's interesting, but it doesn't feel like that. Like another, it feels like the same she's thing the with best Tam- at it. She doesn't feel like calculated. It just feels kind of like you're talking to your girlfriend. And here's the other thing: is like. Like, I think that really successful podcasters are the one that people feel like they're just like talking to their funniest, most salacious friend and they're not edit. You wouldn't edit yourself in a conversation with one of your girlfriends out over drinks. Right. Unless you don't actually like her. Yes. Correct. Um, you are. Such- I don't know why that got so serious. You're I'm like, yeah, unless you hate her. Like, like. I can't get enough of you. I love you. You're just like a. You're you a hear fucking, that, everyone? You're a fucking like charm machine. That is so nice, and nobody. I don't think. Well, actually, I think the girlies agree with you. I'm like, why doesn't any? But it's also this is something that happens, and also now having a baby, like watching the things that they do, like for like. I'm not saying you're trying to get attention, but when you grow up in an alcoholic home, you have to like. No, be charming. I, I, I want to be so clear about one thing. Every single thing <laughs> I do in life is for attention. <laughs> literally not even one That's question about it and i know that thing everybody does all the time what are we pretending here yeah and i'm making up for lost time i have to get maximum attention so obviously i have to start beef online with strangers you also would look really cute with short hair thank you never that because when if, if i ever gain that weight back again you'll see you'll be able to roll me will. down it, the i feel like you're gonna be in a constant state of being in a breakup that I will never hope. happen well no i'm like i hope <laughs> well um, then i'm gonna have to get my tits done seriously I, I can't get enough of you but we have to stop I, this is like hard for me and we're gonna have to just hannah burner said exactly that she came to us right after you last time and she was like i just couldn't stop talking to her and i'm like i get that i think it's the opposite i can't stop talking to you. i'm obsessed with you i love you i'm I like can- let's do Horse therapy. Okay, yeah, no, one hundred percent. Because whatever I need to go, I need to go faster. I know whatever horse thing you're doing is not good. It's not right. I just feel it. But let me ask you a question. You're going on tour. I think you already sold out. But we're going on tour. We actually we added shows, so we still have a couple cities left. They're all on the cancelledpodcast.com. We leave in three days. I love you. I I, and these awkwardly, you you guys know her. You love her. Cancel podcast. Don't ride elephants. I love you. Goodbye. (laughs) 